Bada boom. Bada boom. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode 66 of the bi-weekly trophy hunting show. I am one of your hosts, Colin Colhoven, joined as always by Eli Downing and Daryl Fuimano. How are you gentlemen scholars doing this fine morning? Oh, great. No comment. No, no comment. Did I scare someone away with the gentleman scholar? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I went to take a, a sip of my blended drink, and I heard crickets on the other end. The fuck? Uh, the classic troll. Party the chat troll. The, can you guys Hello? hear him? Hello? Hello? <laughs> I'd love to mess with someone like that in like a pro gaming setting or something. <laughs> like mic check before your game starts. Right? Can you guys hear this guy? Like I can't hear him. Oh, it's good shit. It's good shit. But how are you guys doing? You good this morning? Yeah. I'm good. No complaints? I'm here. No complaints. Nice. What about you, Daryl? I'm doing well. Uh, I feel well rested. Had a couple days that definitely kicked my butt, but I'm glad we're in the weekend right now, so I'm doing well. Very good. Very good. Yeah, a little early morning recording session here. I, w I was a little bit concerned because when we've done these in the past, I always tell myself to go to bed early, and then I don't. And then I get like six hours of sleep and I wake up like five minutes before we're supposed to record. But today, I actually got up at seven, did some dishes and did some house stuff, went to this like coffee shop and got a little breakfast thing and some, some coffee. And came In back an hour? With, and came back with some time to spare, baby. No, yeah. you did not. I did, brother. Get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. Well, when did you get off last night? Uh, When I get off. Oh, of uh, PSN? Yeah, I, uh, I got off at. I don't like, need to know your personal. Information. I was like, "What? You know what time I got? <laughs> uh, Ten forty-five or so." Oh, okay. And then I ate some Swedish fish and went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Swedish fish, man! They're like my newfound, like candy snack. I mean, I always knew they existed, but I've been like digging them lately. Those are like what I'll get when we go to the grocery store. Oh, they're so bad. I keep them in the house for my blood sugar. Oh, okay. So they, they, they real fast. <laughs> Probably why I couldn't fall asleep last night after that. Ate half a bag yeah. and then tried to lay down. <laughs> I think like six of them or 12 of them are like 30 carbs. Oof. Yeah. Bro. Don't tell me that, bro. Oh. Yeah. Well, luckily I had a Buddha bowl with green goddess dressing for lunch yesterday. I have no idea what you just said. It basically was like quin it was quinoa, like zucchini, peppers, tofu, arugula, lettuce, and some like vinaigrette dressing was what we had for our like lunch at work. If you for the vegetarian option, um, so oh, okay, so I was like, I what? That's yeah, what was we're, we're turning everyone keto, bro. <laughs> it's like thank God I stayed where I did. No, I think we had uh, what were the other two, Daryl? It was like tri-tip and. Something else. Uh, pulled pork. Pulled pork. Yeah. Okay, okay. Sandwiches with like coleslaw and like a little churro bar and stuff. So it's pretty good. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bangers. Don't be hating on the, the Buddha bowls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did you call it? A Buddha bowl. I, and that's what the caterer called it. She's like, you guys will be getting yeah. 10 Buddha bowls. I was like, I'm not, I don't know what the fuck that is. But anyway, <laughs> I felt like I had a, a healthy meals otherwise. So I figured I'm going to go for the fish. The late night fish yeah. snack. That's how I roll here on Trophy Talk, okay? It's good shit. Uh, so yeah, this is episode 66. We're nearing the end of August here, which is getting into a very busy period of work for most of us. So things are kicking up. It's going to be getting kind of crazy here, but we're also edging ever closer to Spooktober and to 
my favorite time of year. So I'm feeling pretty good. Summer has been, I feel like, relatively temperate so far. Like the last couple, there hasn't been as many weeks where it's like 115 fucking degrees like we've had in other years. So how, how are you guys feeling about the summer thus far? Feeling good? Yeah, it's all right. It's just it's mm. weather. Mm. I came and went pretty fast. Honestly, I felt like I didn't really do much in summer. I agree. I did yeah, like I guess uh, August is like typically the hottest month. Right? Yeah, God, like I think August, so. September for sure. Yeah, by the time we get to October in Northern California, the, even if it gets hot during the day, the thing I like is that it cools down still to like forty-five at night. So like your mornings aren't really bad, like you know, and your evenings are still nice. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I know it's the summer did kind of fly by. It's historically my least favorite season, but we actually did some fun shit. We you know, we did a camping trip. I went to Disneyland last weekend, which was a fucking blast. I cannot believe how much fun I had there. Uh, I felt like a child. I'd not been in like 13 years, so it was like kind of brand new for me again and man, with all the Marvel stuff and the Star Wars stuff, it's just like, woo, this is pretty cool. Pretty cool. And uh, I got a piece of trivia for you, if you're ready. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, if you can, you can use your browser here if you don't have a memory of this. But if you look up, like, statues or something of Walt Disney, right, uh, they've got statues of him in the parks. And you'll notice that he is kind of, like, pointing with multiple hands – or multiple hands, multiple fingers, right, in one hand. And he's holding Mickey's hand in the other. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, apparently – Walt Disney was a like pretty much alcoholic and also was smoking cigarettes like a chimney like all the time. So he had this like family persona that he knew he had to portray outwardly for the good of the business and stuff, but it, but after work basically he would just get like fucking smashed. <laughs> and so these statues of him with the two fingers pointing, it's actually because in a lot of photos and drawings his artists would have to edit out essentially him Model. holding a cigarette in that hand. So all of his two fingers pointing are actually because he was smoking at the time. So I thought that's pretty funny because he's holding Mickey's hand here and he's just chiefing in the other. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, one of the people we went with works for Pixar, so they had gotten this... Uh, when we got there on Friday, he had already been there Ooh. the whole day and basically had gotten this like behind-the-scenes tour of a whole bunch of stuff at Disney, and that's one of the things they uh, found out. So pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. I got another fun Disney fun fact. Okay. He's not frozen. Mm-mm. I don't wait, know if that wait. seems to be that popular. He's not frozen? Uh, he's not frozen. Dude, I don't know. Have you seen Family Guy? <laughs> <laughs> I listen to a podcast with like the cryo, uh, cryogenics guy. Is it cryogenics? I think so. I feel like it's a different name. There's like all these different names, and it's common, commonly also like mis. What do you call that? Mis terminalot, mis term, hmm, misnomer, mis term, misnomered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's so, a, it is a misnomer. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, but he's a uh, cryo. I think it's cryonics. Hmm. Yeah, he wasn't frozen. He's not though. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. I love that Family Guy joke where he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> it's some good shit right there for sure but i mean dude it's weird i didn't realize how old some of his like stuff is like we uh when we got back we got we we're like oh we should maybe watch a couple 
like older Disney movies. It's been a long time. So we watched Pinocchio last night, bro. And mm. I watched, uh, uh, what did I watch? Snow White the week before that. And they're from mm. 1937 and 1940, respectively. Like, they're hell wow. old. They're almost public domain. I think when it hits 100 years, they're public domain. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Pretty wild. Uh, have you been to Disneyland at all recently, Eli? Has they never been to Disney? Probably not, right? No. Okay. What about you, Daryl? Have you been? I've been before. I'll say the last time I went was like 10 years ago. But after talking with you on like how you enjoyed the trip, I'm probably not going to go because I, I realize how freaking expensive that place is now. <laughs> it's more expensive than like 10 years ago for sure. Oh yeah, dude. So like the thing, like I don't know because again, since we went with someone who works with a company that's associated with Disney, we got fifty percent off of our tickets in our room, so that helped oh, like a lot. My. And uh, yeah, yeah, and basically even with like merch. So like the first night I was there, I bought all that Star Wars stuff, and we hadn't met up with them. But then on Saturday, he was like, "Oh yeah, like you should have just had me buy it because I get fifty percent off," you know. And I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" He like <laughs> dropped like two hundred dollars. So, but yeah, so the tickets were like over a hundred. And then the thing is you're going to pay for per day per day. If you want to do the park hopper. So between great America and Disneyland, I think it's like one forty or something like you can look it up easily, but it's over a hundred. And then the other thing you have to do on top of that, if you really want to enjoy it is get like the genie pass, which is like the fast pass. And that's mm-hmm. like an extra $25 per person per ticket. Um, and that way you'll get into like the fast line for a lot of the rides, but it's not eligible for all the rides. So like the new Star Wars ride, Rise of the Resistance, if you want to use Fast Pass on that, it's an additional twenty dollars on top of the twenty five oh. you already paid. Yeah. <laughs> so it starts turning into some crazy shit. And I will tell you, we went to this place for lunch, and we had we each had like a appetizer and a main dish, and then we each had like three cocktails. So it was like a what? decent amount of food, but it was four hundred dollars. Were these chicken finger entrees or? Mm-mm. Okay. They were like, like kind of. It was fancier food. It was pretty good food, okay. I will say. Okay. It was probably one of the like the nicer lunch places inside the park. It was okay. in Great Adventure. Um, but even still, it was like over four hundred dollars. So yeah, which I, I was like, holy moly, dude. So it is certainly not a cheap trip by any means. Um. Mm. But yeah, if you go every couple of years or something, I mean, if you just basically treat it as your vacation for the year or whatever, then I don't know. I, I looked at it like Vegas, where it's like, I'm I'm just assuming I'm spending a lot of money and I'm not going to really worry about it. You know, if you go in and try to like nickel and dime and save on stuff, you're going to be stressing about it the whole time. You just got to be like, yep, I'm paying. I'm here. I'm having fun. Move on, you know? Yikes. Hey, you're supposed to be happy with that. It's supposed to be fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Making his line as he pit pockets you. Oh my gosh, yep. All right, well, let's uh, let's move on. Let's get into some dad jokes here to start us off before we get into our run of the show, which includes Patreon-submitted questions as well as some trophy list discussion and reviews. So what do you got for us, Eli? All right, I'm not sure I've done this one, but why did the picture go to jail? He was framed. Damn it. <laughs> I don't yep. think you've ever done that before. Though. You haven't done that huh? one, but I'm just a fucking legend with these. Yeah. Oh, it's actually. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. What did the baby corn say to the mama corn? Hmm. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Hmm. Something about a stalk or a uh, <laughs> or a chuck, like to chuck corn. Hmm. Oh yeah, I got nothing. Husk. <laughs> Husk. I Where really... is popcorn? Ah! <laughs> he went to the store. <laughs> he went to the store for cigarettes. Never came back. <laughs> we don't talk about your father anymore. <laughs> uh, All right. Okay. Uh, Colin, you might you might know this one. Being a vegetarian, religious, let's go. Religious major. Oh, okay. But All right. How does how does Moses make his tea? Oh my gosh! Make his tea. He's parts. Yeah. He's parts the water. <laughs> he parts the seas. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. How does he make his tea? For, with for the burning bush. He brews it. Ah. <laughs> he brews it. A little yeah. Hebrew joke there for you kids. Yeah. <laughs> classic Hebrew joke. <laughs> A little <bro>. classic <laughs> biblical Hebrew joke for you folks <laughs> in the good old twenty first century. <laughs> All right. Are your parents? Your parents are they psychiatrists? Psychologists. Psychologists. All right. Well, so they just can't. Many... They can't prescribe medicine. That's basically what the difference is. So. Okay, but how how many of them does it take to change a light bulb? Uh, infinite. They just ask each other how they feel. <laughs> Only one, but the light bulb has to want to change. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you get your parents with that one. You're right not there. wrong. I just had a flashback <laughs> to being five years old. <laughs> Colin, you're gonna have to want to go to school, okay? <laughs> I want to play Pokemon. Shut up. <laughs> oh man, it's good stuff. Well, thank you for those. Do you have more? Or no, yeah. you good? No, this is quick fire right now. A yeah, quick fire. That's it. Ba 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 ba. Ba ba ba. Take that. I like it. I like it very much. You you basically took fast pass there. That's gonna be twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Please, I'll accept Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good. Well, like we said, episode sixty six. Let's get into our more typical run of the show here, which includes our Patreon submitted questions. And remember, you can go over to patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast to check out our tiers of support, find a tier of support that makes sense for you, and included in that, if you get to a certain level, you can start to submit your own questions to the show for each and every show that we read aloud and answer. Uh, before we get into that, I want to give a special thank you to our current patron supporters over there, and that includes Charles Bilby, The Slide G. Cooper, Maximum Carnage, Slugger, D-Down, Pat the Trophy Hunter, Smackerly, Diego Juan, King6969, and Skrillis. So thank you guys very much for your continued support of Trophy Talk. You support our trophy hunter- hunting endeavors, and we are greatly appreciative. Thank you. Okay. I followed that one. I followed that one. You got it? That one wasn't yeah. too bad. That one was That was kind of random though. It was yeah. Yeah. There was no pre plan on that one. So I just okay. was like, I'm gonna just go out of order and just make sure I hit everybody, you know? Yeah. Alright, so first question comes to us from King sixty nine sixty nine. Who wants to read this one aloud? JK, you don't get a choice. It's going to Eli. Take us in. <laughs> what is your trophy hunting unpopular opinion? For me, I would much rather play a 50-hour plat than a 10-hour plat. I would much rather be burnt out, sick of a game, than left wanting more at the end. All right, Daryl, what did you have for this one? Unpopular opinion. 
I think this is uh, one most would agree with is, um, well, for me, I think um, I actually like games that have permadeath trophies. Um, I'm probably in the minority <laughs> when I say that. <laughs> but there's something about those trophies, man. They get me. Why do you, so what about them do you enjoy? Like, why do you like that more than just like a hard difficulty, for example? Because I, I can already picture the challenge. I can already picture like the, the ups and downs of that journey. Um, I'm already picturing like if I can actually do it or not. And that's, that's what kind of gets me going. Um, I'm, like, with anything I do in life, I'm like very determined. Like I, I got to get it done. I have to find the solution. Um, there's times where I'm like not eating or drinking because I got to figure out what the hell is going on. Mm. I get the solution. So stuff like this really gets me going. Um, yeah, failure is not an option for me, man. So for Wolfenstein 2, I was, I was on it, man. I had to make sure that I understood the layout of the game, uh, the choke points that I would encounter. Um, and just try to try to progress, man. Mm-hmm. So, do you like the more research like based approach that you have to take with some of these games that have permadeath? Because you truly need to like understand every single area of the game very well, like in terms of the structure, you know? Yeah, I probably look at it more than like if let's say if it feels like playing the game on hard. Like I'm actually looking at like all the strategies. And um, looking up forums on like what people have done to get through some tough areas, and I'm I'm like doing some really really intense research on like every single level. Um, just kind of picturing like some parts of the games I will struggle with, and trying to you know trying to see how I can get through it, um, and like in an efficient way. But yeah, compared to like any other like kind of trophy, I think when it comes to the permadeath trophies, I'm a little bit more like in depth with like everything i can plan out how i want to like tackle each run hmm. yeah i think that's that's a really good point um it's yeah the research like aspect of it is is pretty cool i do like doing that as well because to your point like with when you're playing on hard or something at least for me even though you might be struggling with some parts you're like well i can figure out how to get through this like i don't need to look anything up or whatever right but when you're doing permadeath, permadeath, you don't have any sort of real trial and error. Or rather, you do, but the like, if you make an error, the punishment is way more severe. So you kind of need to know in advance like, how to do everything rather than like, figuring it out on the fly. So it's a, it's a really different kind of experience, I think. Yeah, like usually when I play these permadeath, I, I usually go in with the mindset, like, I know I'm going to die, so don't take those early deaths as a sign, like, you're not going to accomplish it. Yeah. You're going to die, but just take it as, you know, you died, but try to get a little bit further than that. And every every little run counts, like, if you can get a little bit further, that counts. Um, you just got to go in with, the, with that mindset that you can actually do it. Yeah, very cool. You'll, well, you'll be happy to know, or I guess, like, what I'm curious about, too, like, so Last of Us 2, uh, in the DLC list, not in the main game list, does have a permadeath trophy. So you can beat the game with permadeath on, but they have this weird thing where you can basically customize it in two ways. So you can do permadeath on any difficulty, number one, 
And then you can even further like figure out the permadeath to where you can do permadeath by chapter or by full game. So you can set it to where like if you die, you just restart the chapter, not the whole game. So it's kind of like it is permadeath in a way, but not really. And the thing that I found really strange about it, like I said, is that you can do any difficulty. So you could do like permadeath on like baby difficulty and get the trophy. That's kind of crazy. Isn't that weird? How do you feel about that, Daryl? Ooh, this when when I think of permadeath, I'm thinking of like, well, for me, I think of permadeath like playing on the hardest difficulty without dying. Mm-hmm. That's like, I think that's like what I generally believe about permadeath. Um, but that, I'm <laughs> that's that did kind of shock me just now when you said, yeah, you could play that on any difficulty. I was like, uh, well, it's not really that difficult then. But, I mean, the permadeath is just not dying. It doesn't really state you have to play on the hardest difficulty. But that's the that's the emphasis right there. Um, I still definitely think those that chapter thing is pretty stupid. That defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, yeah, that does make it a little especially fishy. if there's a trophy for like beating the whole game and you just have to do section by section and not worry about. That definitely makes it pretty cheesy, in my opinion. I guess the different modes is fine. It's still, like, kind of lame. I guess you shouldn't have to play it on the hardest difficulty. I agree with that, because depending on how the game's balanced, that can be kind of shitty and just get unfair at times, especially for a permadeath mode. But to play, to be able to play it on the easiest mode, where you're also, again, depending on how the game is, like structured, you might never be in threat of death. So that's a that's a weird one for me. Okay, so Daryl, because of the fact that you can choose basically any difficulty, though, you think that kind of like invalidates it. That's the gist that I'm hearing from you. I guess it really doesn't, because like I said, permadeath is just not dying. Right. There's no, there's no emphasis on like what difficulty you have to play. The permadeath run on but I, I i see a trend where most permadeath trophies are in modes where it's the hardest difficulty that's where i see most of the permadeath trophies attached to complete that permadeath run on the hardest difficulty or at least some of the games i've played i've never seen it where you had to play a permadeath run on any difficulty of your choosing that's right that's, a little, that's pretty new for me yeah i thought so too i, I thought it was pretty strange um, but what what do you think, Eli, do you, about about like permadeath? Before we get into your unpopular opinion, how do you feel about permadeath trophies? Permadeath trophies in general? Yeah, like I the, think they're cool. Yeah, you don't mind them? Yeah, uh, I mean, I probably wouldn't play the game. I mean, so Demon Souls has got a permadeath trophy, basically, and then you're like, you know, I'm not gonna yeah, out, <laughs> out. Bro, I can't even finish the regular game. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, can you imagine a Soulsborne game with a permadeath trophy? I'd fucking lose it. Dude. Oh, man. They definitely couldn't do that. I don't think, I mean... No, wait, wait, you can't, because you have to die. Well, like... Yeah. In Bloodborne, you have to die. Oh, no, you don't. You can kill the... Can that c- other kill thing. the cleric beast, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously, it wouldn't... I, mean, I don't mean, like, a one that already exists, necessarily, but that style of, like, a really brutal, like, difficult game like that with permadeath sounds like it would be would be really tough 
I don't know why permadeath doesn't stress me out that much either. It's not like a, I wouldn't say I like permadeath trophies, but they're not like immediately like hard nose for me but wolfenstein is just really difficult anyway even on like normal <laughs> so that's why i was like mm, a permadeath in that game that i think that's why that one like stands out is so uh so tough but eli what's uh what's your unpopular opinion then for trophy hunting uh, what's trophy hunting <laughs> there you go that's an unpopular so, opinion yeah so my popular opinion is that like play uh play what you want yeah, and, uh, and and don't trophy hunt. And don't trophy hunt at all. Mm. <laughs> Fucking wanker. <laughs> I, I will say with his uh, little uh, the example of like a fifty hour and versus like a ten hour and wanting more. That's a tough. That's I don't know. I like I do like the ten hour experience, and I and I like wanting more, but I also like getting my money's worth. And if it's not like too much of a drag or like impossible, like super hard, mm -hmm. it's not that bad. You know, you get familiar with the game, you get comfortable in the world. You, if you need to grind something out, you, you know, you put on a podcast, you already know what's going on, you do your thing. So, yeah, I, I agree. I, don't know if I have a strong opinion either way because I think there's a place for both. Sure, sure. In in general, though, I mean, I think to King's point, I kind of err on the side of wanting shorter games. I think I mean I've talked about that a lot. Everyone knows oh, yeah. that's how I we feel. Know that. Yeah, I mean, but but I will say, like, I've been playing, in my opinion, what I would consider longer games this year, in terms of like multiplayer games that require fifty to a hundred hours. All right, I did Elden Ring, I did Demon Souls, I did eighty hours in Rune King. I'm playing Last of Us Part 2, which is a 40-hour platinum. Like, so to me, those are, like, you know, pretty decently long stuff. And so... Some of those were, those, some of those were personal choices, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, or, like, my own fucking mistakes. In, <laughs> namely, Demon Souls and Rune King should have been half the length that they were. But I always feel like I, w I would rather be left wanting more from a game than having them give me too much of a good thing and having me get sick of it by the end. So, and, and it's like a fine balance, you know, it's really mm -hmm. tough to say. It's not like necessarily even dependent on like genre. There's some shooters that are still short, but overstay their welcome, you know, like it's just really about, yeah, finding that, that kind of balance. Um, it's yeah, just, tough. I think of like movies and you watch a good movie and the end, you're like super like excited and intrigued and want to know what's going on. Yeah. And like find more about the lore. And then like there's you're stuck you're just like it goes nowhere you know like all that excitement and stuff is like for for nothing yeah and there's no sequel or whatever or it's got a, it's coming out in two years so that's that's the you know the big turnoff for that yeah you i know, totally agree our game you get the full you get the full experience and you know there's nothing left to have fake excitement about right yeah, by the time I've like hundred percented this open world map, there's really nothing left for me to figure out about this game. So, but I guess like there is a level of uh, of choice there with a lot of those open world games. Again, this is a very trophy hunter specific issue because most people who play video games don't trophy hunt or achievement hunt, and they'll just play through the main story in an open world game. Maybe they'll do some of the side quests, 
and then they could finish the game and be like, shit, I want to do more. Oh, what do you know? There's way more stuff to do on the map, you know? But for it's us not... to, like, complete the game, it's just, like, we have to do everything. So yeah. It's yeah. also not only open worlds. No, no, no. I'm just using it as the easiest example. Um, but it could apply to, like, any genre, you know? Yeah, like, the 50-hour-plus game doesn't mean that it's an open world where you have to go find collectibles. It could be something more like Persona, where you find out more about the story. Mm -hmm. And it's more complete at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you can easily put 50 to 100 hours in any, like, online multiplayer game, including sports titles or racing titles, you know? But then, mm -hmm. the, but then there's just some things where it's like, I don't want to play a 50-hour single-player shooter. Like, that's too long for a shooter campaign, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Like, I feel Could like shooter play, campaigns should be, like, 10 hours. Maybe you play five, 12. 10 hour yeah, shooter games? I would, but, Call Duties? <laughs> yeah, I would, but not back-to-back-to-back, -to -back -to -back, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of... It's just personal preference, though. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, before we, before we get too far away from the actual question, <laughs> I will say to kind of add to Daryl's, like, permadeath trophies, another trophy that I like that a lot of people don't like is speedrun trophies. Um, I really like speedrun trophies. And I think it has to do with the same sort of rationale as the permadeath, where you have to play the game in a completely different way than you do when you're playing through it casually or playing through it the first time. And it's sort of like this weird kind of peek behind the curtains. You kind of get to see how the sausage is made when you play a game in a speedrun mentality because stuff just like stops working like pretty quickly. And you're like, oh, this isn't really tense. Or like, oh, this combat encounter is actually kind of a joke. Or like, oh, like all these things that if you play by the rules on your first playthrough and you're crouching around or you're gathering resources or you're trying to survive, all this stuff, it's like, okay, this encounter is designed for me to do those things. And then it feels intense. But if I can just be like, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to sprint through the area and hit this checkpoint <laughs> to get yeah. to the next thing, suddenly the game feels like way different. And it becomes all about like movement, like really clean movement, really clean menuing, you know, like, and then it's this delicate dance that I really like of like trying to figure out how much can I skip? Like, I'm thinking in particular of Resident Evil games, which are famous for having speedrun trophies. Like, how much can I skip in the game, but still have enough gathered ammo that when I get to a boss that I can't skip, I can actually beat it still? Because that's the thing. is like, I could just run by everything, but I'll have no resources by the time I get to a point that I actually can't keep running. So you have to kind of do this weird balance. And, uh, yeah, I really like that. And usually speedrun trophies in the ones that I've encountered, you can play on any difficulty as well. So you can kind of throttle that. You're like, well, fuck it. I'll just put it on easy, you know, and then I can run past stuff with no problem. But then there's this guy I've been watching. His name's uh shout out to Anthony caliber on YouTube. He does grounded mode speed runs for the last of us part one and part two. So that's like the hardest difficulty in the game. Very few resources, you know, like it's intense and he'll beat the whole game in like an hour and 50 minutes, which I think is just wild. So, you know, you can really get as crazy as you want with it. But, yeah, I, I really just think speedruns are a, a fun way to explore playing a game. Agreed. Mm -hmm. We got to get B Down's opinion on that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real quick, though, before we move on, speedrun trophies, yeah or nay, for you two guys? They're all right sometimes. <laughs> Don't like the that step trophy. And Resident Evil. That one had me stressing. Oh, and RE2 Remake? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a little more than a speed run. What if you like circle around, forgot to pick up an item? Yep. So it's over. You're screwed. Yeah, I think that's that's a really weird one as well because it's kind of the same as a speed run trophy. Like it just it trips you out, makes you think that it isn't. But if you're if you're speed running the game, you'll naturally get it in less than that many steps. You know. It's it's kind of tough, and then it also is like, oh, what about like boss fights? You know, like I don't want to like move excessively when I'm fighting this boss. I'm gonna stand still every time I'm shooting, and like, you right. know, all this shit. It's pretty interesting. Actually, I really like that trophy. I hope that they bring something like that back at some point. All right, moving on. Good question, Kig. Thank thank you very much for that. Much appreciated, sir. Okay, Daryl, do you mind reading us in on Maximum Carnage's question? Yeah. So he wants to know if you could tame any creature from the Star Wars universe to keep as a pet, which creature would you choose? Personally, he would love to come home every day to a house full of porgs. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. all of us would. Oh, dude, those guys, those little fuckers are amazing. I uh, love porgs. <laughs> Had you heard of a porg before, Eli? Before this question? Mm. No. So what do you think of them now that you've now that you've seen them? I haven't. All right, let's do a quick exercise here. Go to Google Images and look Porg? up and look up Porg, P O R G. Okay. That's gross. <laughs> 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 they're kind of like little like penguin I mean, they're basically like little penguin things with sad faces, but they look kind of like slimy is is all like they look like I don't. I don't they know. They got giant bulging eyeballs and a gaping mouth. Oh Ugh. yeah, dude. They're pretty. Uh... I'm that fucker for sure. <laughs> the fuck out of here. I think they're pretty cute. I think they're uh, like undoubtedly the cutest creature in the new trilogy of Star Wars movies. Like the older ones have got a lot of classic creature designs, but in the new ones there wasn't that many. I think the Porg is like by far the best one they did recently. All right, I gotta ask: Are they always screaming? No. Okay. No, there's if you if you scroll, there's a couple of them just like sitting in the grass. These pictures and like that's kind of what they're. Their mouths open. They're normally just kind of chilling, you know. And I what, did also the... get one of these plushies at Disney of a porg. So <laughs> what size are we talking here? They're probably like less than a foot tall. They're like really small. Okay. Mhm. Mm Think of them like little birds, basically. Yeah, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I think porgs are dope. I think they're really cool. So I said maybe on the porg, for sure. I also said tauntauns, which are like the classic, right? In uh, Empire Strikes Back, this is what Han Solo is riding around, right? You guys know what I'm talking yeah. about? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, okay. Well, you should, you know, these, these guys are sweet. They're basically like a mix between a llama and a kangaroo. <laughs> and they and they live in in like cold climates and they're very chill you can ride them around sort of like a horse <laughs> yeah look at these guys it's got fucking like burly ass horns dude it's like a yeah but it stands, on, a it, stands on, it stands on two legs and it's got okay. weird fur dude so it, okay, it's so got like llama fur with like rhino horns or whatever, and then like it's but it's two legged and runs like a fucking kangaroo almost. It's it's really weird. Velociraptor. I I mean if that helps you, but these things are friendly, bro. They're not they're not trying to mm. they're not trying to smash, you know. 
Yeah, they're like the uh, like the chocobo of the the Star Wars universe. Yes, that's a great way to put it. They're like the chocobos. Okay. So I oh, think. Oh yeah, the classic chocobos. I know those too. And look those up, brother. <laughs> no, I, I do remember that from an episode we talked about. But I also don't play Final Fantasy. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're cool. I wouldn't let it in the house. You know, this this Tauntaun's not coming in the house, but. Wow. I could definitely, you know, maybe do a super long commute to work on one of these guys, like a three-hour ride. <laughs> hey, if they're cold, if you're cold, they're cold. Yeah. Little man. Oh, know? gosh. Just try to drink a coffee on Tauntaun back, though. That would be tough. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, what did, what did you have then, uh, Daryl or Eli? What did you guys have for your creatures? Well, I was going to say, what's a Star Wars mm. again? Mm. But uh, I'll, I'll take a Tauntaun. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're hand them out for free, yeah. yeah, they're pretty cool, bro. I think you can milk it too. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Are you sure? I don't need, uh, Are you sure, bro? No, I'm good. I don't need a horn in my back. Oh man. Yo, quick sidebar, <laughs> I did have the blue milk at Disneyland too. Oh my god, does that come from a Tauntaun? No, it comes from you don't want to know what it comes from. Oh my god, I'm looking it up, dude. Blue uh, milk. Yeah, so start these Star Wars. So like a blue milk waffles? creature, and you'll probably see. Yeah, it's like a weird looking. Oh, <laughs> wait, is that bad? Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. So he. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yep. But let me tell you, that blue milk is delicious, dog. <laughs> yep, yep. It's oh, like a it's that. like a walrus with nipples. <laughs> There's some ice cream in that blue milk on the one of the pictures I'm looking at. Oh yeah, so like when you get it at Disney, it's basically like a uh, like a blended like smoothie kind of drink. It's really good though. It's made with like coconut milk and um, some other shit too. Yeah, not uh, from juice from that. Oh my god. Oh, bro. <laughs> Oh, bro, it's like it's not even like a walrus. It's like a walrus with a stack, dude. Yeah, it's low. Those are low ass fucking nips, dude. That's only because he's sitting reclined, bro. If he was standing, on <laughs> oh my, he's standing, he'd be dangling right in your face. You could suck him right from the teeth. Mm-hmm. Straight from the source. <laughs> oh my god, take it back, bro. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, what what animal did you have then, <laughs> Daryl? So I I went with a couple, man. So I, I said my first one was the Dewback. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, those things are dope, actually. Oh yeah, dude. I like I like reptiles, so that'll be like a pretty cool animal to like just chill on. And, and speaking of commuting to work, I think that'd be a pretty cool, pretty cool creature to take to work. Oh, for sure. Now, I'll just park it next to the Tauntaun. I was like, oh, Colin's here. <laughs> <laughs> and then Eli shows up with the blue, with the blue milk guy. <laughs> blue milk. <laughs> His face is all dripping already. Blue Star State. He's like, oh, good morning. <laughs> yep. uh, that was my first creature. Uh, the second one definitely had to be the Ewok, man. Mm-hmm. The Ewoks are pretty dope. That, the, so the, the newer trilogy... The Porg is like the cute creature, but like for the older one, it's definitely the Ewok. So a, yeah. a balance of both new and uh, new and old creatures. Do Man. they not have like cats and dogs in Star Wars? Like they don't have cats, they don't have dogs. No, and I've never seen a normal dog in Star Wars. I think they have like cat-like creatures, but they're not like exactly the same. They have like yeah, ice have... foxes and shit. 
But like, why is everything massive? Like, you can't have like a normal house pet besides that disgusting fish bird. Porg, get a porg, bro. Yeah, but that you got one choice. No, everything else is like massive. It's like gonna be another. It's like another human in your house. You know, it's like another <laughs> mouth to feed. Like he's, the Ewoks are the size of my child. <laughs> you know, like what? The size of my can child. I get, can I get a pet or something? Dude, the the by the way, Daryl, the Dewback uh, toy that released in like the seventies. Uh, when the first movie came out, is so cool looking. It's like really retro. Oh man, you got yeah. There's some cool shit right there. So that Disneyland. I'm seeing it on Google right now, but they did have a like a retro series of toys at Disneyland you could buy, and I did buy all the classic figures. So I got Han, Leia, Chewie, Stormtrooper, you know stuff like that. But. Nice. Uh, yeah, if you if you wanted to get like an actual like collectible one, like for one of these guys now from the actual seventies, it'd probably be several hundred dollars, I would imagine. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. Mm. Oh wait, 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 wait a sec. What's up? What's up? What are you looking at now? I think I'm looking stuff up here. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, surprised Eli didn't say the Rancor. I'm taking a I'm He's taking a, super... a Wampa. Oh yeah. Duh. Or yeah. Because we can tame them, right? Yeah. So he can just be my... Dude, the, this, this Wampa kicks the ass of a Tauntaun in the movie that I was talking about. Okay, Fuck. maybe I'll take a Rancor. Dude, the Rancor, and actually, the Rancor are really smart, and they're loyal. They look kind of scary, but if, if it's your Rancor, they're actually, oh. like, really cool. I'm taking a Rancor. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking go, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take one of those. Pretty sick shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the Rancor are huge, though. They're like, uh, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're exactly. like, a, yeah, okay. Just so you know. I look for the biggest creatures. Just so you know. <laughs> I, went, I went the opposite route. It's like, if you yeah. get a small one, I'll take a giant one that can fucking just, you know, oh. wreck shit. You know what they need to do is they need to make uh, a Star Wars set for magic. And I would play the shit mm. out of that. They are, oh, they're doing um Doctor Who. I saw that. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I've never seen Doctor Who, so I don't even know. I'm sure uh, Prince will be into that though. It's a big in the UK, I think. Mm. Doctor Who. So and and Maximum, you'll be digging on that too. And the 40k uh, Commander decks are coming out soon. Hmm. And they got special uh, foils too for them. Oh shit, dude. Yeah. Man, yeah, I was all excited when we got back from Disney to like play some Star Wars games as well, and Mm. I just was like, man, I really can't wait for Fallen Order two, like Jedi Fallen Order two, to come out. Because, like, mm. right now, the only other ones I can play that I haven't are, like, old retro ones, like the pod racing game and stuff like that. And, like, yeah, I was like, man, I really want, like, a new, like, single-player Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I'm excited. I'm excited. Someone was supposed to be playing that, too. I don't know. I can't remember who it was. But it got voted on in the uh, backlog picker. But I can't remember. Hey, you cool it, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I have to play <laughs> I have been playing. Check my profile, bro. I, mean, I got one trophy. <laughs> I, I turned on the game and got the prologue trophy, so, <laughs> you know. I played a little like bit, dude. man. All right, all right. Fair hey, enough. You creeping, bro. You creeping, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm creeping. You guys, People hold me accountable to my backlog, so I'm, I'm going yeah. to start doing it to others. Yeah. Hey, hey I, you I, called it out, too. You said, look at that. I'm being yeah. man of my word. Yep. I think the so Discord was... will know I've been playing it. All uh, right. They got my back. They got my back. Okay. We'll see about that. No, we'll see about that, yeah. The Discord's full of wild animals, dude. They got no yeah. one's back. They can, they'll flip savages. on you like a dime. Absolutely <laughs> savages. 
Oh, all right. Well, good. We've got our assortment of pets together. Thank you very much, Maximum, for that question. Always appreciate a good Star Wars question here. Good shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So the next question comes to us from Slugger, and he wants to know what is our favorite gaming controller of all time? Hmm. Basically, he doesn't say of all time. I'm going to add of all time. What's your favorite gaming controller of all time? Eli, what do you have? What's a gaming controller? I'm not getting <laughs> Not getting into not, this nihilism. Not, with not, him. <laughs> yeah, it's like not, fucking reading Nietzsche over here. I'm not getting into that. <laughs> I'll take a mouse and keyboard. Mm -hmm. I'm getting pretty used to it now. Oh, I bet you it, are. It's <laughs> 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 fucking better at this point. It's got, pretty nice. I'm finally figuring out the mouse and keyboard after two years of no PlayStation. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I... I guess, too, if I had to pick a console one, I do. I really like playing Rocket League with a X with an Xbox controller with a Xbox controller. It's so one of the, the Xbox one controller or like the Series S? I don't know if they've changed exactly it. exactly the same thing. OK, that, the new one is kind of nicer. It's a little more sleek like the um, it's not really any different. <laughs> but yeah, I, also, the, the PS5 controller is pretty baller. I, it is big and it hurt my pinkies at first. Mm. Uh, like wrapping around the back because it's just an absolute doinker. But yeah. the, I do like, I do like all the features. I know you don't really use those, but <laughs> I do like all the features. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't use all the features by any means. No, but no, if, the, you... if, if the bumpers were more like the Xbox, the bumpers are like kind of on top of each other, and that's good for Rocket League. But yeah, if the bumpers were better, I'd probably use ps5 for rocket league but yeah I, I like the clear top buttons for ps5 i think we can all mm. agree on that that looks pretty good yeah yeah that's that it's pretty cool well because i i it's had i had the ps5 controller down as well and daryl looks like you have that listed too so i think like for all of us that might be one of the unanimous like maybe this controller is pretty damn good mm -hmm. you know so what was yeah. the other one that you said eli besides that Mouse and keyboard? The, expo the Xbox one. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. I like it for Rocket League. I don't think it's my favorite controller of all time. Yeah. But. Well, I really liked when I had my Xbox one. I thought the controller was pretty good, honestly. Mm -hmm. I remember, like, when, uh, so when the generation changed in 2014 or whatever, and I got the Xbox one, and my friend had the PS4, the, the one who eventually convinced me to get it. Uh, I would go over and play, and I'd be like, this controller feels so fucking weird. Like, I'm like, I, I cannot deal with this. Because we'd go play, like, Call of Duty at his house. And, man, mm -hmm. FPSs on the PS4 controller, that controller is not good for, for those games, I don't think. Like, the, the PS5 controller is much better. The thumbsticks have, like, the actual thumb, like, indentions, or indentations, excuse me, so you can, like, move them around easier. Like, it, the, it just felt, like, more, like... I don't know, more polished to play on. Hmm. The PS4 controller is fucking slippery, dude. Those things are, those sticks are just like rounded at the top. Your fucking thumbs slipping all over those things. Mm -hmm. I'm t it's yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Oh, actually, the Duke, the the original Xbox controller, oh, whatever dude, it is. I love that thing. The the X. That's why I like mouse and keyboard. There's like one. There's customizable, and you know, yeah. there's a lot more accessibility. There's a shit ton of buttons you can do whatever you want. And uh, that. The original Xbox had those two extra buttons. Did you know that you can get a new Duke controller, basically, for, like, your PC if you want to play yes. on it? Yeah. Okay, cool. But uh, I'm not going to. 
No, dude, they look so cool, actually. Oh my god. Then gosh. they have like a like a clear green one or whatever. Oh yeah. Kind of badass looking. Man, so I had the original Duke on my OG Xbox. So like that's what I remember playing Morrowind on, Halo C E, Halo Two was on the mm -hmm. Duke, man. Oh my gosh, I missed that controller. It was just way too fucking big, especially in your when you're like, you know, a kid. You can't hold that thing. But man, that's a good controller. For sure. Uh, Daryl, what did you have other than you, you had PS5 controller as well? But anything else? Uh, I like the Xbox 360 controller. Nice. How come? And, um, uh, just a, a bigger controller. Uh, I got big hands, so the bigger controllers, um, I tend to prefer prefer a little bit more. Um, it's weird too because I played. I started off with PlayStation, then I switched over to Xbox, and I love the controllers. Then at some point I switched back to PlayStation and I think it was around like the PS3, PS4 came out. The controllers are way too small for me. I was like I was like trying to like like hold like like a baby or something. Like it was like it wouldn't like work in my hand. Like <laughs> I didn't like it at all. So when the the PS5 came out, dude, I was like, oh man, yes, let's go. These controllers will, will work in my hand. So I, I like those uh controllers just because they're a little bit chunkier. Yeah. I feel that. I also really like the 360 controller. I mean, I it, I think in general, like, controllers have just been getting better and better. Like, I don't know anyone who would put, like, oh, the Nintendo controller. The, the NES controller is my favorite controller mm -hmm. of all time. <laughs> um, it is a classic. It is certainly a classic, but it's just such a... It's just, you know, so small, and, like, it's really thin, and, like... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting now to, like, I mean, it's pretty... It's pretty average. I mean, nah, it's pretty small, dude. It's so far. It's like it's like four inches or something. It's pretty average, right? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty average. <laughs> I also the only other like old controller I put on there was GameCube, which I think actually had like a really nice feel to it for how old the the system was. It uh, also had like I remember the triggers oh. were really nice on it. Oh yeah, um, that pop, dude. Yeah, the pop. Yeah. Oof. Exactly. The whole yeah. like different size face buttons I thought was weird where like the A button was huge and green and you had the really small red like B button and the X and the Y are like offset from the A button. It's like and I think one of the like you had one bumper button or something as well like it, it was it was really weird like and they had yeah, the Z. Yeah, you had the Z button. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I was not a big fan of those controllers. I feel it, like um, just the design of it felt weird in my hand. And I don't know why, but every time I went to my friend's house, they always had a Nintendo. I never played Nintendo growing up, but fucking everybody I knew when I went to the house would have a Nintendo. I'm like, do you guys not play Sega Genesis? Like, what the hell? <laughs> You're a Sega kid, too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was me as well, although with the Saturn, not the Genesis, but basically the same. You know, I'd, go, I'd only play Nintendo at friends' houses until I got my, um, until I got my GameCube in middle school so yeah and that was just because the games that were out for Halo or for uh, xbox with like halo like the main reason you got the xbox was rated m and my parents wouldn't let me play it anyway so it was like well i might as well get gamecube because then i can play super smash bros and zelda and luigi's mansion and you know super mm -hmm. mario sunshine blah 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 blah, all that shit so uh, opened you up to some good games man 
It totally did, but they're just series I don't really play anymore because they're just fucking stranded on... I mean, they're just Nintendo exclusive, so... I just really wish that they would uh, maybe open open some of those games up to other consoles, but they, of course, have no reason to, to do that, so... All right. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, all right, well, Slugger, thank you for that. Hopefully that broadly answers your question. Sounds like we all have a lot of different, like, favorite controllers. I can't really just oh. pick one. The new PS5 uh, Edge, whatever, it looks like a banger, dude. It does, of course. It's like a mouse and keyboard for, you know. Of course, it's going to be super expensive. I guess Xbox already has one of those. They're not really in the discussion because most people don't play with them and they're super expensive. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and I'm just, I bought, I already bought two more dual senses since I've got my PS5. I've got the purple and the light blue and the white one now. I've got three controllers, so there's, mm-hmm. there's no reason for me to buy <clears throat> another one right now unless like the white one i have the og it has a little bit of stick drift on the right stick but it's still mm-hmm. like usable for most of the games you know i think we talked about that but if perfect another excuse. one what's up perfect excuse right well i was gonna say if that <laughs> happens to another controller that i have then maybe i would get something like different but right now if i have two that are working totally fine there's just not a i don't have an excuse for it so what are you gonna do? Thank you very much, Slugger, for that question. Much appreciated. Slugger, we're not saying the the phone controller. No, oh, the backbone. That. That... I'm playing. We're not saying the backbone. Okay. I just don't get Sorry it, dude. It. I don't want to play my <laughs> Xbox and PS5 on a fucking bus on a Greyhound bus to Cincinnati with remote play on my phone. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point of having this PS5 if, you know, with all this brand new shit and amazing graphical capability, if I'm just going to stream it to my fucking iPhone or whatever? Hey, like, back- no. I thought the backbone was a Sony thing. It is a Sony thing. But they have, backbone that company has, backbone. that company has like a, oh no, it's not owned by Sony. It's like a licensed thing. Because they also do like an Xbox one. Xbox, PlayStation, Steam, Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, so they they have like a special version for PlayStation. Right. They made one that's like more like the PS5 controller. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. I uh, yeah, it is good in certain situations though. You got to say. I yeah. I mean, I'm I'm hating on it. Like, I get it. Like, if you're traveling, right? You're on a vacation and you want to play something. I just feel like if you own a Switch, which I'm pretty sure Slugger does, that's when you play the Switch. That's why you have it. <laughs> it's for when you're when you're on the go. That's why it's a mobile console like that. You know, I don't well, I don't need to make my home console mobile all of a sudden with a with a phone. Like, come on. Well, when my son's watching TV, I could still play games. It's pretty legit, dude. Yeah, you could play your Switch. Uh, what are you talking uh, about? You could play the Switch on on Switch. its actual on the Switch. Yeah, but I could actually get trophies though. I thought this was trophy hunting podcast, so yeah. You <laughs> yes i know i know hey if you enjoy it great i know some of the sacred symbols guys talk about doing that a lot too and the defining dude guys do it a lot so you know go for it i'm just not it's not for me i'm not gonna do it too much features too much too much shit going on i don't i I don't need that what is this backing up your save data to the cloud what is this (laughs) i don't i don't want this i'm a simple man all right, let's talk about other simple man things. Anime. Sly G. Cooper asks us, what is your favorite anime? Or, and then he says in parentheses, or your favorite TV show if you're an inferior human and you don't watch anime. And why? 
So what's your favorite anime and why? If you don't watch anime, you have to do your favorite TV show. And uh, yeah, Daryl or uh, yeah, Daryl, what did you have for this? Let's start with you. Uh, so I got a couple of um, anime shows uh, are my favorite currently. So I definitely got a sh- shout out Naruto. That's the first one that got me into anime. A uh, guy from work that I know got me into it. And uh, I-, I watched a few episodes and then it just took off from there. I started watching everything. Um, I'm on Shippuden right now, but ah, man, those, those fillers, dude. I, I didn't believe it when people were telling me, oh, you got to skip the fillers. You got to skip the fillers. <clears throat> me, I, I tend to watch everything from beginning to end. I don't like to skip or pass through episodes just because I want like the full story. But man, I feel like it's a filler after like filler, man. Those fillers get to you at some point, and it definitely got to me. Um, but I, I like Naruto. You know, there's a lot of characters I like. Um, the different hidden villages are pretty cool. The villains are sick. And I just like the overall story. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you guys remember, but um, I went to a family reunion a few years back before COVID hit. And um, <clears throat> that was the period where I really got into Naruto. So I actually got a hidden leaf headband and no wore way. it. <laughs> I wore it to the event. And it's funny because a lot of people were probably like, oh, what's he wearing? But the kids recognized what I was wearing because they saw the little insignia on the headband. And all nice. the kids came up to me. They're like, you're not a ninja. You're not a ninja. And I was like, oh, man, y'all better back up before I backhand you with this jitsu. And they all, like, ran away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah. I've never seen Naruto, like, at all. Like, I, I know I've seen, like, what the characters look like, you know. Like, I've seen the the infamous memeable Naruto run, you know. But I've not. That's it. That's all I've seen. So. Yeah, that's, the, that's the guy from Fortnite, right? Yeah. They made a show. Yeah, yeah. The orange suit. Well, you got to be careful now because DBZ is in Fortnite, so there's t- there's a lot of anime in Fortnite now. Mm, oh, they're making a lot weird. of shows from those characters. <laughs> they're dead. I mean, Fortnite continues to be the prolific answer to everything. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Naruto's a great show. I mean, the the two shows that are my favorite are probably like the ones mostly everyone's ha- have heard of. Uh, the second one I really enjoy is Attack on Titan. That one's a little bit more adult. Yes. Um, it's a hardcore show. I I, I mentioned it to Eli one time. I was like, hey, you should probably check it out. It might be up your alley. But uh, it gets me hyped, man. Every time I watch it, I'm like, dude, these motherfuckers are badass. You're like, goddamn, yeah. <laughs> like, That's some dude, crazy it's just shit. like whipping around on their their freaking you know mechanized suits and taking out these freaking titans it's pretty good <clears throat> yeah oh it's pretty badass dude. naruto uh, i've i like i said that's more of a kid's show right or is it, it, is it, it like it, middle adult or like young adult i guess it's a kid's show mm-hmm. up until you get to shippuden because they're, they're a little bit more grown and people start to die off so oh, they actually it, do kill people in that okay yeah it gets a little bit more adult in shippuden but attack on Titans. At all from the the get the from, oh, the from episode dude. one, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> do I have to? Do I have to read this show, or is it an actual show? Mm, uh, I I know for Attack on Titan there is an English version available, yeah, like on Netflix. Although honestly, in any situation with a Japanese studio created animated show, you should watch it in Japanese. 
Like, I, I mean, it goes without saying. Like, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to watch fucking Pan's Labyrinth with, like, English dubs when it's with Spanish actors written by a Spanish filmmaker filmed in Spain. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> come on, guys. Just watch it in the native language. Read the subtitles. It's not that hard. Okay, Eli? Just, just listen to it. It's not hard. It's not hard. Not it, everybody's as good a reader as you, Colin. You're not reading it out loud, Eli. You just got to read that it That doesn't matter. <laughs> just read it in your mind. <laughs> just read it in your mind. I can say you won't miss anything if you read it. I mean, they, they do. It's at a pace to where you're not missing what's going on on the actual screen. Yeah. Do they have a book, the storybook version? Uh, well, the they manga? have the actual manga. It. Yeah, they do have the manga. I'm going to read it. I might as well just read it. <laughs> that's true reading the manga is pretty fun i used to do that for one piece but yeah those are uh, those are good choices though those are yeah th- those are really solid ones yeah attack on time i need to get back into because i'm stuck on season four right now and it's definitely at a pace that's different from the previous seasons this one's a little bit more like political i guess mm. uh, j- just because of what's going on in this story at that point Sure. But I haven't really watched a ton of anime, and I gotta say, this one had me uneasy at times, man. And uh, just just what you see on screen. I don't know if you... Well, I'm not sure, Colin, if you've seen Attack on Time, but you know when they intru- introduced the Beast Titan for the first time? Yeah. Dude, that scene got me, dude. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, dude. That's that so messed up. I was... <laughs> I really didn't want to watch the show after that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty gnarly, man. Like, I, yeah, I've seen all of the first season. Um, I've seen some of the second season. And that's pretty much where I, where I stopped. Yeah, so. man. My my dude was like, you're not going anywhere. And then the beast on us, oh, you guys can have him. I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. That's a terrible way to go out. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's just gross in some in some ways, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, show, that show is pretty intense. Yeah. Um, Eli, did you ever watch, like, when you were younger then, did you watch, like, uh, Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball or anything else on, like, I remember, like, there was, like, Toonami on Cartoon Network had, like, some anime every once in a while, like, some Cowboy Bebop and shit like that, or or what What, what was your experience? Did you ever get into that shit? Not really. No. I did, like, Dragon Ball Z. I thought the characters were cool. I drew them a lot. That was my big drawing thing for a while. They are cool uh, looking, for sure. Mm-hmm. Really neat designs in that show. And speaking of which, just as a quick PSA, there's a sale going on on the store right now. For uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, the game is like 18 bucks or something right now. It's on sale a lot, so it's not only right now, but I've actually heard that's a pretty decent DBZ game, and it's got um, it's like a third-person action RPG, and in the and the platinum is relatively easy to obtain. So if you're really into Dragon Ball, that's a uh, something you should check out. Not necessarily you, Eli, but whoever you know, if you're into Dragon Ball, it's a good game shit right there um i also watched dragon ball growing up so that was that was one of my classics but did you have anything else eli that you would say then for for anime well at first i'd say what's an anime well also i mean before you answer before you answer let me just say that you have to answer if with a tv show if you're not going to do anime you got to give something well it says if you're an inferior human right so, so if you don't have an anime, answer, um, you're an inferior human, and then you have to answer with just a normal TV show. If you're an inferior human and don't watch anime, but I'm not. No, but you're saying you are because you don't I, watch I, anime, so I, you're automatically an inferior I, human. 
You're automatically... I don't think that's worded correctly. You're, you're automatically dog water. Minecraft YouTuber nowadays? Yeah, absolutely dog water, dude. This guy. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Oh, no, I do have a favorite anime. It's Pokemon. There you go. Nice. There have you, you been go. watching Indigo League on Netflix with your son? No. What? Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. You got to get over there and watch some Camp Cretaceous with him, too. That show's a banger. Uh, I hear. Yeah, you, you let me know. It's good. Uh, we did. We watched a couple of the, the old movies. We had them start from the beginning. We watched oh, one, two. The fir- you watched the first movie? Yeah, dude. He really liked the second one. The second 2000. one? Uh, is that with Lugia? Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Okay. I saw that one. Trying to get to the third one, but he's like all about the second one. Oh, it's been a while. It's so good. uh, That that legendary bird combo that for silver gold with Lugia and Ho Oh is like amazing. Mm. Yeah. And then they uh they make you pay for all like the early seasons. So it's kinda like eh. Mm. I gotta find something to I think there's some like newer I wanna start at the beginning because I'm like I wanna see the old episodes yeah I mean, those are the pokemon the that you know the most you yeah know? but it's i mean yeah there's a lot there's a lot of pokemon out there to watch so it's whatever well i guess my question for you is because i know you traded some work points in for a, a console recently are you going to be exploring some of the oh, yeah. pokemon games oh yeah very cool very cool for sure the new yeah. one's gonna be like open world yeah, I've been well, looking at it. it. Looks pretty cool. Which one is that? Is that uh, what's it called? The Scarlet, Scarlet and, and Violet. Nexus. Okay, yeah. Scarlet, yeah, Scarlet and Violet. They're colors, not Scarlet. Nexus. Scarlet <laughs> and, and yeah, Violet. Yeah, so that one is newer. Then there is also like the Diamond and Pearl, like remake that is. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Okay. Apparently, some of the like I don't think that last one did very well. Yeah, Diamond was, and like, Pearl. I'm like not that interested in it. And, like, unfortunately, as much as I want to play, like, the older ones, I just, I really don't think they're for me. No, I wouldn't do that. I So, like, Diamond and Pearl are, like, remakes of, like, an older game. And same thing with, like, Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. Those are basically, like, yellow version remade again. So, if I was mm-hmm. you, I would do Sword and Shield, or I would do Legend Arceus, or, or like, just wait for the new one. But th- all those three are, like, actually, like, new uh, since the Switch has come out, so... Yeah, the Arceus one. That's the one that didn't do so hot, I think. Oh, like, really? Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think it's, like, open-worldy, but, like, yep. just, like, nothing's there. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I think. Maybe Snap. Probably get on that Snap. Oh, dude, Pokemon Snap is so relaxing. Yeah. It's really My fun. My brother still plays it. I think he's doing some, some speed runs. Oh, that's amazing. And then, yeah, but... Very cool. I do, I do want to get on them them new ones yeah you got to get on that pokemon hype for sure yeah for sure i'm actually i'm actually a little too much on the hype right now <laughs> oh it's great i mean once yeah. You, yeah it's fun i like new stuff i like started digging on at first i like when we started playing it's like super boring and mm-hmm. like not very much strategy but you can get you can get pretty deep into it and build some like kind of crazy decks and oh it's kinda, dude. yeah it's kind of fun yeah it is really fun i'm like I'm 20 games straight right now on the TCG Live. No losses. Ooh, dude. <laughs> Let's go. There's also, um, and I've never played it, but there's that like MOBA style Pokemon game. 
Oh my, all these MOBAs, dude. Fucking. It came out like a couple years ago or like a year and a half ago or something. It's supposed to be decent. So. MOBA Pokemon. I think that's what the Minecraft Legends is, isn't it? Um, I don't know if it's a MOBA or not. I, uh, there's more stuff that's come, info that's come out about it, but I haven't checked it out. Um, oh yeah, Unite, Pokemon Unite. Yeah, where you like play as, a, you pick a different Pokemon, you like level up and there's like the map and it's like League of Legends, but with Pokemon stuff. So that looks kind of cool. I might actually, that might, that, that sounds, it sounds like a good, less toxic, easier entry point. Yeah. MOBA. Yeah. I, well, exactly. And for your son, if he, maybe he'll like the genre, you know? Mm -hmm. Hopefully not. Maybe he'll like the genre and come play a real man's game. Come over to, to Uncle Collins and play some League of Legends with the big boys. <laughs> All right. Uh, what did I have here real quick before we get too far away yeah. from it? Okay, so I also don't watch a ton of anime. Uh, my classic answers were Dragon Ball and DBZ when I was a kid. But honestly, for like more recent stuff, in high school, I was really into Bleach. For a couple seasons i think that's a really interesting anime uh and i like the different like sort of like houses within that and the different factions and just the aesthetic was very cool and isn't that isn't that how you get rid of COVID? You yeah you, you just chug a bunch of bleach anime oh, okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's it that's all you want to do and then uh <laughs> the kids uh, are doing these days oh a hundred percent hundred percent uh also castlevania on netflix is like genuinely one of the best animated shows i've ever seen still recommend that to everybody there's three or four seasons it's done now so like it's not like it'll continue on and the seasons are only like eight to ten episodes so they're mm. pretty short really recommend it especially as we get towards uh halloween and spooktober and then if you're a child like me you watch all the animated star wars shows as well so i really liked you know clone wars uh rebels bad batch and then visions is like star wars animated but from japanese anime studios they did like only like one episode per studio for like 15 minutes so they're all like really different looking and individualized stories and it's really good so i would check that out i think they announced a season two for that as well but uh those are my anime of choice no more more often than not i like cartoons so you know i was really into like adult swim and stuff like that which i wouldn't consider anime and uh yeah, Metalocalypse, yeah. for sure. Number one. Yeah, Aqua Teen, C-Lab, Home Movies, you know, Family Guy, obviously South Park. Uh, Midnight Gospel on Netflix is really good. That's a, an animated show. Um, yeah, so, like, I like animated stuff quite a bit, but I just don't necessarily get drawn into anime, you know, like Japanese anime, very often. Thank you, sir, for that question. Much appreciated, Sly G. Cooper. And we've got two left to get through still, boys. So let's get to the second to last question. This comes to us from... Oops, who's it come from? It comes to us from Skrillis. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> and he wants to know, what's our favorite horror movie of all time? Now, I'm going to caveat this because he told me last night in party chat. <clears throat> Eli, you have to answer... You have to answer it. You can't say, I don't watch movies. Oh, that's what he said. He's like, Eli can't cop out of it with any sort of like, I don't watch movies or blah, blah, blah. Or like, you know, I don't, I don't see that here. It's kind of weird. You don't see that. in the, <laughs> Yeah. Well, it wasn't committed that way. Uh huh. Interesting. Uh, -huh. uh yeah. so let's go to Daryl first. What are your favorite horror movies? Um, so favorite movies. Well, he says of all time. So all time. favorites of all time, but I do have favorites. Mm. So. I will mm. say a couple of the ones that I do like. Mm. 
um, that surprised me was uh, Psycho. Oh. I've never watched Psycho, and I think I watched it for the first time last year. And I love that movie, man. Everyone always raves about Psycho. Oh, Psycho's got that classic scene with the woman getting stabbed in the shower. And I, and, you know, I remember seeing. That, I was like, dude, that doesn't even look all that. But actually, watching the movie up until that point, dude, it's so intense. It's like frightening. Like just the music kicks in. You see the woman. You don't even know who the killer is. You have an assumption, but you don't know who it is. But it, it, it's a really well crafted scene. I, I and then even after that, like everything else, I so that scene where the woman gets stabbed, I thought that was like at the very end. Oh, it's I early hate, on. Yeah. Yeah, I always hate those parts of the movies where you like you get an idea of who the main star is, and then it's like they die early. I'm like, <laughs> what? So yeah. what happens at the what happens after? And then like so much stuff goes on. It's a really good movie. I liked it a lot. Uh, the Shining. The Shining's another one I've never seen before, and I watched that recently as well. That's a really good movie too. I like The Shining. Shining's really good. Jack Nicholson just bursting that through that door with the fireman's axe, dude. That, yeah, that's a, that's a classic, man. The classic scene. Yeah, uh, really great director with Kubrick in that, right? So, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Very good movie. But I gotta say, like my favorite horror movie is a, a it's a sci-fi one. Surprisingly, it's The Thing. Oh yeah. Oh man, that movie's great. The Thing is a really good movie. I remember watching it, and the, the cover art never really surprised me. It's like a like a horror movie. You just see like this dude, you know, decked out in this snow gear, and then with like the light just flashing at at its face. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh, that doesn't really look like a scary movie, but dude, when you watch it, oh man, it's sick. It's such a good movie. I like it. Just yeah. the cat and mouse feel of it. Just like you don't know who the alien or the thing is. You're like people are very distrustful of each other. Like these this once cohesive group that work well together, like all the trust just evaporates in the air and everyone's like wondering who the thing is. And I had to rewatch that scene last night because this is like my favorite scene in the movie mm. where like Kurt Russell, dude, I'll I was checking this out. Dude, you look like Kurt Russell. Who, me? You look like Kurt. Yeah, you, Colin. Oh, that's you amazing. Look- <laughs> I'll, t- <laughs> I'll take it, dude. I'll fucking take it. <laughs> I was like, dude, that looks just like Colin. Bro, I, I, him in Big Trouble in Little China, his fucking like, pink tank top tucked into his jeans with boots. Love Kurt Russell, bro. Okay, okay. Yeah, Kurt Russell, he's a man. The guy's a legend. Yeah, that, that scene where um, he's basically getting a blood sample from everybody yep and um you know basically you know the whole the whole reason behind that is like the the thing is going to survive so that's how they can reveal who who the thing is out of all of them so he's just like putting like this hot wire onto the on the the blood sample and if the thing were to react it's going to reveal itself so we get this whole scene, this intense <laughs> scene of where he's like putting the thing or the hot wire into the blood sample. And then, you know, each sample that goes by, nothing happens, nothing happens. And the group begins to wonder, it's like, well, this is a shit test because it's probably not going to work. And then out of nowhere, the, <laughs> one of the samples just spawns an alien. And then like one of the guys are shaking, shaking, shaking. They're like, what the hell's going on? What the hell's going on? Dude, the thing, he just transforms into this gnarly looking monster. Oh my gosh. Then monster <laughs> is so cool looking too. 
for real. And and all the while, everyone's strapped down to their chair. So I feel bad for the guy strapped down next to the thing that's transforming. They're all like, ah, let us out, let us out. <laughs> the aliens <laughs> just transforming next to them. Uh, it's sick. And, you know, I got a shout out, man, Keith David. Keith David. The man, too. You've been listening to Snark Tank or what? No. Is he, does he come up in that, they're too? All, yeah, they talk about Keith David all the time. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Um, Keith David, dude. Oh, man. But yeah, the thing is so good. I don't think Stephanie has seen it yet. We've been still trying to, uh, to like watch it together at some point. But man, is it is, uh, it is cool. I really like that movie. Yeah, that's a that's a good choice right there. Definitely want to watch it again. It's uh about that time too. So I might ha- it, it, I might have to buy a physical copy of it because I don't own one. Yeah, I don't I don't own a lot of physical movies anymore, but. That would be a kind of cool one to do. I know it wasn't streaming on anything when we tried to watch it last year. But yeah, it's getting to that time of the year. Stephanie and I are already trying to figure out like a couple of horror movies we're going to watch in October. So it's going to be good. I think we're going to watch some of the older shit this year. Like we're going to watch like Creature from the Black Lagoon, which I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's like black and white, really old, but pretty cool. But yeah, Eli, what, what do you got? What's your favorite movie or horror movie of all time? Well, it's a... I think everybody, yep. everybody kind of already knows. House of a Thousand. House of a Thousand Corpses is great. Uh, I'm also a big Hellraiser fan. And uh, People Under the Stairs. Good one. Classic. Ooh, oh, that, that is, is a, a good, good one. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah, about that shit. One. Bro. Well, guess what? You know what? October's coming up, Eli. Maybe we try to get you on. Uh, you should watch a new horror movie. this year. Mm-hmm. Try it out, bro. The House of October Bill is good, too. Kick your boots up. And relax for a couple hours, okay? And, <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know what that means. And wa- stop playing some Pokemon and some Magic for an hour and a half, okay? And then, mm. uh, or you can just do deck building on the side while you're while you're watching the movie. You get to while I'm reading an anime. I don't think so. No, for a horror movie. <laughs> for a horror movie, bro. Horror. And actually, Castlevania is in English, so if that's a horror. I started anime, that. Mm-hmm. I started that, and I fell asleep. Ah, for fuck's sake! All right, well, I think it was like a, I had like yeah, you're just I woke up in the middle of the night like low blood sugar and put something on while I smashed my face with food. Maybe some uh, Swedish fish. Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably Swedish fish and cashews. Oh my gosh, I have both of those in my house right now. <laughs> Bangers, they are. Yeah, those those are good choices too. You like very classic. I like the all movies. Did I say that? You didn't, but th- those are good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen a couple of those. I've not seen all of them, but I've seen the first like two or three, I think. So. Yeah, I think I've seen the first couple too. I think like more recently, like obviously the classics of like the older horror movies for for sure. It's like Alien, the first one for me, which I talked about a lot last year, is a really good horror movie. Uh, Psycho though is great, and The Thing. Those are really solid choices. Like when I was in middle school and high school, I thought The Ring and The Grudge were both like really scary and. Uh, I'm going to try to give some more, like, recent examples, though, of stuff that I thought was, like, pretty unsettling. So, like, The Witch and The Lighthouse, both of them uh, are A24 films. Uh, Hereditary. Are, uh, I think mid- I saw that in the theaters. Midsummer, The Ritual. These are all examples of, like, more recent, like, really, really good horror movies. Uh, the Lighthouse in particular is is weird. It is, like, unsettling for sure. I really recommend people watch that. 
uh, it's kind of trippy and it's a bit slow to get going, but it definitely sticks with you afterwards. Where you're like, "What the fuck was that?" In the same <laughs> way that uh, Midsummer, that movie is weird, bro. Mid Midsummer is like that gave me like nightmares a little bit. I really recommend people watch that. Yeah, Midsummer. Lighthouse is good, man. I like that movie just because William Willem Dafoe, man. That scene where he's just like telling that story to Robert Pattinson, I was like, dude, that guy scared the shit out of me. Oh my god, you like me, lobster, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, that that shit is crazy. So definitely check those out. Hereditary too. Like again, all of those are great. The Witch is great. The Ritual is on Netflix, so you can watch that one like with one of your subscriptions. It's really good. You know, of course, I just saw Nope recently, which I wouldn't call a horror movie, but it is very good. Yeah, there's no shortage of good horror movies. Let's put it that way. A psycho, psycho fun fact. Hmm. American, American Psycho. I read that whole book, dude. Did you? There's a book. Yeah, American, American Psycho. Yeah. What the hell? No way. Yeah, absolutely. Was it good? It's like no, it's like well known for like not doing anything. Like huh. you know, it doesn't. It doesn't ever like unfold. It's just like him describing what he's wearing the whole time. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. That's very fucking weird. All right. Well, I've never seen that movie, actually. You know? I've never seen the movie either. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Uh Okay. Well, I think that's going to do it for uh, that question. So thank you very much, Skrillis. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. We're all looking forward to Spooktober here and uh, looking forward to watching some more horror movies. All right, last question from Patreon here comes to us from Pat the Trophy Hunter. Eli, can you read us in on this one? Sure can. (laughs) If you could have any game or game franchise that has never been available on PlayStation, ported over, remastered, or remade, which one would you choose? Hmm. Question mark. All right. Uh, so, porting question: What what have we been desiring that we can't play? Uh, Daryl, what did you have for this? Ah, uh, so I had an answer, but then I had to change it because it did come over to the PlayStation at one point. I, I don't know if this was a game you guys have ever heard of, but back on the 360, it, it's a game called Shadow Complex. Ooh. Yeah, I I've never, I checked I've it never out. Played it, but I've heard of it. Uh, it's a really good platformer. Just this guy. It's kind of like an Uncharted. Like he's just out with his girlfriend one day. They happen to stumble upon like a like a shadowy like a shadow organization, and this dude. He's I guess his girlfriend gets kidnapped, and she's trying to get him back. And it was it's a fun game, but I think it did come over to the PlayStation at one point. So obviously, I had to choose a different answer. And I think this is a game that most people will know. So I would hopefully like Left 4 Dead One and Two to come over onto the PlayStation. Those are games that I like playing back in the day on Xbox. Uh, really great game. Um, just the game itself was really fun. But once you got into PvP, that's where things got really crazy. It was fun to play with friends. Um, I especially like to play as the zombies because the zombies have all sorts of abilities. They can do different things. And I, I really enjoyed that part of Left 4 Dead. Uh, just strange that it's never got a sequel or... I mean, there's always been talks of Left 4 Dead 3, but nothing's come up to this day. The The closest thing that's, like, been, you know, to that game is Back for Blood, I believe that game's called. Mm. Um, but a lot of people are, are yeah. definitely wanting Left 4 Dead 3 at this point. 
Ah, dude, it, I'm so like divided on. Like, I know those Last of or Last of Us. I know those Left 4 Dead games are supposed to be really good, right? But that studio's most recent two games have not been. Just hasn't been it, bro. Like you said, Back for Blood. I think I played the demo with, like with a couple people in party chat, and I was like, I don't know, this isn't really, it's not really doing it. And then before that, the game they made was Evolve, which was like that other like one versus three like asymmetrical kind of game. So it just feels like they've lost their their touch. Like nothing is as good as like Left 4 Dead 2 was for them. So I don't Damn. know. I I kind of want them to. I want a different studio to take a crack at it for sure. Yeah, they're great games. I I will say this. They're great games, but they're terrible games to trophy on for because they have some of the fucking hardest trophies or achievements in the games. Mm. Like so so every level is designed where you get to a point in at the very beginning you're at a safe house. And then from the safe house you're trying to get to some sort of extraction point. Um and the extraction you have to hold out until the extraction arrives but one of the trophies from i believe it's the first one is you had to play like that section of the extraction on the hardest difficulty and nobody in that four party squad had to take damage oh geez are you serious it's hard dude it is hard as fuck well with like the spitters and some of the like enemy types in those games too yep you can just get screwed over oh yeah it was pretty pretty gnarly of a trophy it's, yeah. uh, it's still pretty rare, I think. I haven't checked it, but it is a difficult trophy from what I remember. Yeah, yeah. sorry, I was yawning there. Oh, man, that is a... Uh, oof, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, I don't know. I rented Left 4 Dead 2. I played it for like a weekend, and that was it. <laughs> That's like literally <laughs> my entire experience with those games. I feel like I missed it. You know, it's kind of like you had to be there sort of thing mm-hmm. and play them when they were when they were new. Did you ever play those games, Eli? Left 4 Dead 1 no. and 2? No? no. Not I. Not I, say. Not I. Well, then what do you have for your choice of games to port over? Or a game to port over? Come on. What do I got? Rocket League. Yes. No. You can't answer Rocket League. It already <laughs> exists on everything. <laughs> Super, Super Mario Bros. Super Mario World. Let's go. Super Mario Bros. Oh, Super Mario Bros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. That just seems like, oh, it's just like free money, dude. Nintendo, mm-hmm. like, just even if you just do your older games, like, keep your new games obviously on your, you know, Switch exclusives. But like, why wouldn't you not? Like, you could sell Super Mario Bros. Three for like ten bucks on the PlayStation Store, and it would clean house. Like, well, the no problem questions. is, so is making it exclusive is free money. I mean, it, yeah, it is. It is. People have to buy a console. Yeah, the people gotta buy. I mean, and I think that I don't have data to back this up, but my intuition is is that most people who own a Switch also own a PS5 slash 4 or an Xbox console or a PC. Like, I don't think there's many people out if there. If you're an who, adult. Yeah, that's a good I caveat. Do. I don't I don't think there's many adult gamers who are only gaming on the Switch. Mm, I sure hope not. I, I really hope not. At least not now. I mean, maybe when it came out in 2016, but it's six years old at this point. Yeah, new shit just came out. I mean. Yeah, like, and I just, I don't know. Like, I think that eventually, like, there's there's only so much you can do with that hardware. You know, like, it, it was when you were telling me, like, oh, the Pokemon Legend Arceus game, it's, like, open world, but there's nothing there. And I was, like, thinking in my head, like, yeah, no shit. The, con- the mm-hmm. console can't put anything there. 
There's just it's, yeah. it, it, like what's it supposed to do? What are you supposed to do on the fucking Switch? Like that's why I was like pretty unsure about even getting it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want it for the Mario games, but like one, it's time for a new one. Then I was thinking they just put out that other dumb fucking thing that's not any different. It's got like a cool screen. Yeah. When is the next generation for Nintendo? <clears throat> it's like did I did I buy it at the wrong time and it's coming out next year or something? Sure, sure. But it's like you know. You got you got to play the Mario games. And you got to fucking buy a f- ancient console that's fucking handheld. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry about that. Um, yeah, I know. I I really I'm curious about that too. I, and I hope that when they do the next Nintendo console, that they have two SKUs available, like right from the start. And one of them is like it's a docked console only. Like it is mm-hmm. like a home console, and it will be more powerful and have better like you know specs and then if you truly want to use it as a handheld console here's the light version or whatever you know Mm -hmm. um that would be cool but like i know like breath of the wild 2 is supposed to come out relatively soon or like should be coming out like within the next year or something and i just keep thinking like what is that game gonna fucking look like and run like now like are people gonna be as stoked about breath of the wild 2 after they've played like elden ring oh of course they will assassin's creed valhalla or like you know any of these other massive open world, just like you know Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima. Like you're gonna you're gonna say those games exist, and then you're gonna go play Breath of the Wild too. Like I don't know, dude. Of course they will though. But like, yeah, so so Super Mario Bros. That's a great choice. Um, I mean for me it's obviously like Halo. Like if mm-hmm. like I mean I've said that a thousand times. Um, the other option I'll give is Pokemon. Like yeah. I would love. That's- Again, the older Pokemon games, even even if you mm. got like Pokemon Red Blue on PlayStation or something, like that would be amazing. Those are both like Nintendo pro or one's pro one's Nintendo, one's Xbox. I mm. think another game that I've talked about before, I'll keep saying it's never gonna happen, is Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem. If that game got like a remake, remaster or something, I would fucking love that. Because uh, I feel oh, yeah. like it's stranded and just stuck on GameCube, and not enough people have played it, and uh, might never play it. So, yeah. What's your um, the first game you hundred percented on? On the Xbox. Oh, Dante's Inferno. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, that game's. <laughs> yeah. 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 Re- yeah, yeah. That game is dope. <laughs> yeah. And they teased a sequel at the end of the in the like credits in the post credit scene. Uh... You know, and then it, it just did. and it never happened. So sick. I don't know if it was like they were planning on there being a sequel at one point and then it just didn't perform well enough or what, but like it performed well enough to get DLC. So I don't I don't really know. I don't really know what happened with that. But regardless, there's lots of stuff that I wish would come to PlayStation. I I think in general, like I'm starting to get over the whole exclusivity of games kind of thing and between consoles. Like or at least, like, I feel like PC is good as, like, a middle ground, you know? Like, if things go to a console and PC, then that's fine with me. Like, I'm not one of oh. these people who's upset about, like, Marvel, Spider-Man, and God of War and Horizon coming to PC. Like, that doesn't bother me, you know? I was going to say, there's a lot. There's a lot going down. What was, did someone post the article? Or did I see that somewhere else? But, uh, oh, no, I saw a video. Sony's, uh, like, in development with a, uh, like, an Xbox type app for the console or for the pc mm-hmm. yep yep yeah yeah which which would be kind of cool 
for sure. I could get trophies again, dude. Crazy. On your PC. Think about that. Yeah, dude. Oh, my gosh. But he still wouldn't. He'd still fucking play they Minecraft. They got Pokemon. And... Yeah, they got TCG <laughs> online fucking trophies or what? <laughs> Dear God, help us. Um, yeah, interesting stuff indeed. All right. Well, thank you very much, Pat the Trophy Hunter. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters and our Patreon submitted questions. You know, really appreciate it. And hopefully you guys enjoyed the conversation. Let's get into our trophy list reviews and discussions for this episode, episode 66. Now, before we, uh, before we get into it proper here, I just will say that I, I kind of picked two things. I think a couple of us might have picked two games or two topics that we're going to cover in a little bit less oh, yeah. depth. Uh, so, you know, don't at me, bro, is all I'm going to say. Because <laughs> like, one, one of the games that, like, I'll, you know, transparency, the game that I planned to talk get about was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection. And then, of course, uh, Skrillis posted the list in the Discord, and the conversation started about it, and I was like, oh, great. You know, like, I was going to talk about a lot of this on the episode, which is no fault of Skrillis's. Like, how's he supposed to know, right? That's no, no, totally his fault, man. Yeah, it's totally the his fault. The hell Skrillis. Uh, but also, <laughs> just the, the, the list is not very complex either, so there's not really, like, a ton, a ton to say about it. And mm -hmm. with that, I figured I would split up my discussion between that and then comparing a little bit of the, the trophy list for The Last of Us Part 1 that has been revealed and comparing that to the original list that the game had back on PS3 and PS4. So, you know, don't at me, bro. Okay? Don't at me. Um, get into it, dude. All right, let's get into it. Let's start off with the Cowabunga <laughs> Collection, all right? Which uh, this game is coming out on the 30th. For PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, other consoles, of course, as well. But for PlayStation purposes, it's on both generations. Developed by Digital Eclipse, it's published by Konami. This is one of their, you know, many collection-style games that Konami has been releasing over the recent few years, including their Castlevania collection and stuff like that, and their arcade collection as well. So this is uh, essentially a bunch of the old TMNT games from the arcades, from the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo combined into one and we've confirmed through the threads that are on psm profiles and the comments of people who have been playing this game already that there is a rewind feature which makes these older more traditional games much more easy to complete so i think that that's an important caveat because the list without that might actually be somewhat difficult but because there's a rewind feature i i think this is going to be pretty simple so the distribution, there's only 14 total trophies. Let's go. Uh, in, there's one platinum, of course, but then 10 gold trophies, three silvers, and no bronzes. So, you know, if you're looking to improve your ratios a bit, this is the game for you. <laughs> and uh, the, all of the trophies are basically for beating games So in the collection. So, for example, we have Shredding the Shredder trophy, which is a Let's silver, go. which is a Finnish Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the NES. And all of the oh. artwork, by the way, is is really cool and unique for these. There's a different sort of like TMNT like mural or like painted looking picture for each of the games and each of the trophies, with the exception of three of the trophies, which I'll get into in a second. But but basically, so that silver for beating, you know, the Nintendo NES TMNT game is a silver. Um, there's also a gold for finishing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade version, silver for completing TMNT 2, the arcade, then a gold for completing Fall of the Foot Clan. So it's either a silver or a gold, basically, for every single game that you beat. There is no trophy, interestingly enough, 
for playing all of the games in the collection, which is something that um, a lot of the other collections do have. Like if you go look at the Contra, the classic Contra collection or the Castlevania Classics collection, there's trophies for beating all the games. And then there's usually a trophy for playing all of the games and a trophy for beating all of the games. So this collection got rid of those, but instead it gave us a platinum, which is cool because their other collections haven't included a platinum trophy. So they're learning. The distribution is way better and there's a platinum in this. So I think overall it's a much better collection for trophy hunters. Uh, and it's much more enticing. So, I mean, really that's it though, right? Like that's the list. It's just beat all the games. There's a rewind feature. There you go. Not exactly sure, you know, how difficult some of these individual games are because I haven't played many of them before. I've really only had experience with a couple of them, including TMNT4, Turtles in Time. And the, the gold trophy for beating that is called Totally Tubular Time Travel, which is great. There's lots of really interesting ones like that. I've become Turtle Eater of Pizzas is another trophy name. Uh... Waiting for the other foot to drop is a funny trophy name for beating the game with the subtitle Fall of the Foot Clan. I thought that was a nice little uh, nice little joke there. And then the platinum trophy is called Splinter's Favorite, and it's got a picture of all four turtles sort of like next to each other, a little like four-squared picture. Uh, very cool. So, yeah, this game comes out, like I said, on August 30th, which is going to be next Tuesday. I think it's probably going to be $20 if I had to guess. I think it looks really cool. Right now, there's five recent players slash game owners on PSN profiles, so folks who got the game early. And of those five, two of them have the Platinum. So I don't think that this is going to be an uncommon or even rare Plat at all. I think this will be very common for folks who pick it up, meaning you know it won't do a ton for your PSN profile in terms of like Ultra Rares or anything like that, but it's a Nostalgia Bomb for sure. And if you're someone who really liked TMNT, between this and Shredder's Revenge that came out earlier this year, you are set for quite a while. So yeah, that's uh that's pretty much it for Calabunga collection. Do you guys have any any questions on that? Or you know, does this game look interesting to either of you? I've never played um any kind of collection type of game. Uh I did play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles back in the arcade, so <clears throat> After that kind one. of like yeah. a review on it. it, it seems like a pretty good game to play. Yeah, there there is a tr there are the arcade one is in here, and there's a gold trophy for beating it. Um, it looks like so. There's also I'm sorry. Let me just clarify what the ports are from. So you have ports from the Nint Nintendo, the original Nintendo. You've got ports from the Super Nintendo. You've got ports from the Sega Genesis, and then you, and then you've got ports from the Game Boy. So. It's similar to, like, again, the Castlevania collection that I did had, like, Game Boy and NES and, you know, like, and Genesis as well. So I really like that. You get kind of, like, a multi, like, console collection of different games. One thing that kind of stood out to me is, um, so at the very bottom, you got the tournament champion trophies. Yes. There's not one from Michelangelo, which is surprising. Oh, yeah. I meant to say that. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah, it definitely stood out to me. They they highlight all four of them, but they only put three of those trophies or three of the four trophies, and they're missing Michelangelo. He's eating pizza. Some break. <laughs> yes. Um, He's partying yeah. it up. 
Yeah, it's it's really weird. And if you notice too, like those trophies are for the same game, it seems like, but also like in three different ports. So the first one is S Tournament Champion, defeat Kairai in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters Story Battle. And then it has parentheses SN for Super Nintendo. The next one is defeat the real Kairai in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters one player mode for the Genesis. Then defeat Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters in the story mode for the original Nintendo. So I'm like, I don't I don't exactly know like how different those ports are. But important to note that there is actually online play for a few of these titles in this collection, so you can play them co-op with people if you want. I have no idea how that's going to work in terms of like the rewind feature and like pausing and stuff like that, because this is going to be like a $20 like retro collection, so I don't know if the servers are going to be like that amazing, but for that trophy that we talked about of uh, uh, G Tournament Champion, you do have to do it in one-player mode, so you will not be able to do that co-op if you're going for that trophy. So just keep that in mind. But I think that there is online play for the arcade version of TMNT, which would be really fun. So, Is there any one Ninja Turtle that you guys like out of the four? Hmm. Always been a Raph guy. I've been Leonardo nice. usually. On the Tello, bro. Mm-hmm. There we go. See, we're all set, oh. dude. That's why they left Mikey out. Yeah, because fuck that guy, dude. That guy's a tool bag, dude. <laughs> That's pizza all day. But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, I, I think this is going to actually be a day one purchase for me because it seems yeah. like a small enough game to play on the side while, while continuing my plan of the other games I'm going to be playing the next few months, which, which includes RE4 and RE0. So it would be fun to not just be only playing Resident Evil shit, and I'll be able to play some fun arcade retro games on the side. So I'm gonna pick this up, assuming it's not like forty dollars. If if it's twenty bucks, I'm definitely gonna pick it up, and uh, yeah, go from there. So that's TMNT, my friends. That's TMNT. Okay, and then the other thing briefly I wanted to talk about is uh, the trophy list for The Last of Us Part One has been leaked. And the game, I mean, I say leaked. It comes out in five days at this point. It comes out on, or like a week. It comes out September 2nd. So that'll be next Thursday, or next Friday, excuse me. And, you know, I'm not going to get into the is it a remake or is it a remaster discussion here. We've already done that. But I just thought it would be interesting to look at comparing the list for the game to, its, to itself, basically. Like to the list that it did have on the PS3 and on the PS4. So on the PS4 version, The Last of Us has nine gold trophies, 18 silvers, and 22 bronzes for a total of 50 trophies. Now, that includes the DLC trophies as well, I should say. Now, and in the, in the remake, there's only 29 total trophies, seven golds, seven silvers, and 14 bronzes. So interesting, you know, right away they dropped, you can tell, a bunch of stuff. And you might be wondering, well, what did they drop? Well, first of all, there's no multiplayer in the new than the remake slash remaster so none of those trophies are there and those were arguably the more annoying trophies to do in the original game at least in terms of the time it would require you so that's kind of nice right they got rid of all of those the other thing that they've dropped though and this is i think slightly more controversial is all of the difficulty related trophies uh not some of them because there were an exorbitant amount of them in the original but they've dropped all of them so in the original version, you had to. There's trophies for beating the game on easy, on normal, on hard, and on survivor, right? The four base difficulties in the game. 
And they did stack, so you could do the hardest difficulty and unlock them all. And then there was trophies for doing those difficulties again in New Game Plus. So there's a trophy for Easy Plus, Normal Plus, Hard Plus, Survivor Plus. And those also stacked. So if you played the game twice, like the first time on Survivor and then New Game Plus on Survivor again, you would get all the difficulty trophies done right away. But in the new list, there's none of those. There's not even a trophy for beating it on easy or normal. There is a trophy called no matter what, which is a gold to complete the game. And then there's another gold to complete the DLC, which is now bundled into the main game called complete left behind. And that's, that's it. Like, and, and to me, this was a bit egregious because last of us part two has got some really, really cool, very in-depth accessibility options in the game there are ways that you can set yourself up so that even playing on grounded the hardest difficulty in the game uh there are ways to make your character invincible right you can turn on one shot kill you can turn it on so you never get spotted by enemies you can turn on things that like make extra noises when you're near collectibles or resources right the point being it's trivial right? It's playing on the harder difficulty becomes trivial. If you're someone who's just turning them on for trophies, those accessibility options, it's like, oh my gosh, like so easy. And if you're someone who needs them, great. You can also still complete those difficulties. So there's a trailer that came out a couple days ago of all these same accessibility options being there in this remaster of part one. They're going to carry those over from part two, which is great. But then why are you getting rid of difficulty trophies? if you have these options. And I think it just is more evidence, yet again, of Sony first-party games ever since 2018, ever since God of War and Spider-Man and that year, there are no more difficulty-related trophies in their first-party releases. There's just not. And it's, it's been that way now for four years, and I just don't think we're going to ever revert back to it. And I, I just feel like it's kind of annoying, uh, personally. Like, it doesn't hurt anybody, right, to... To, to not have them there. I get that. Like, but you're not even going to put, make us play it on normal. Like you're just going to put the, the, you just beat the game. Like I can basically get the platinum in this game, putting on all the accessibility options. If I don't need them, one shot kills, invincibility, blah, 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 play it on super baby easy mode. And I'll get the platinum in one playthrough. And I just, you're a fan of this. I, I'm not a fan of it. Um, I am. I am so a fan of those first party games taking out difficulty trophies. I am. I am. I don't know. Like, I think I'm mixed on it now because I don't. I don't. Not necessarily saying. Like, I'm not saying you have to beat the game on the hardest difficulty, but don't let me beat it on baby mode with all the accessibility options, which basically make it like I don't even have to play the game. You know, I'm just. I just wish they put in one to beat it on normal. That's all I'm asking for. Or like. Or for the trophy to beat the game, just put complete part one on normal or above. That's all you had to do. And it would be like, okay, cool. I can't just like totally skate through this game like conflict-free. Because it's not even like they took out like other annoying trophies. You still have to survive all of Ellie's jokes is a trophy. Engage in all optional conversations is a trophy. Find all training manuals. Unlock all locked doors. Find all workbenches. Open all safes find all Firefly pendants, find all notes and artifacts, collect all comics. So they kept in all the fucking collectible trophies 
that like make you have a guide open the whole time or you know that those are arguably more annoying than difficulty trophies to me and then it's like you're going to keep all those and get rid of having to do any sort of thing with difficulty and they're not even going to put it on like a dlc list which is what i thought they would do is like okay we're going to give you a, a trophy for survivor difficulty or grounded on a separate list that's what they did for last of us part two but they're not even doing that for this one. So I'm just kind of curious what you guys think about that. Basically, this is going to be one of the most common first-party Platinums around, like no questions asked. When I was doing research the other day about Last of Us Part Two, even, just looking at the trophy for beating the game in Last of Us Part Two has a higher percentage than their first-party release since 2018, except for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart because it's so short. But more people have completed Last of Us Part Two, which is 25 to 30 hours, than have completed Demon Souls, have completed God of War, have completed Spider-Man. It's like, so like these, this game is going to be so common from a trophy perspective that it's, it's really quite annoying to me. So I guess that's what I have to say. I'm curious what you guys think about that whole thing. Maybe they're I trying to open people up to those, to the uh, trophies. They start popping on screen, they get their first platinum, and they're addicted. Mm-hmm. I did consider that. It's like a good way to pull people in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. They, I, my problem with it is the game itself is just so egregious in the first place. Like, who gives a fuck? Don't even buy the game. Yeah, like, the, like the fact that it exists. Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. already bought it twice. So, I, like, come on. Right. I mean, shouldn't even be having this conversation in the first place, you know? Sure. Yeah. No, no. I, and I get you. Like, I don't, That's I don't necessarily disagree with you. I just, you know, it's like, if you're going to do it, okay, cool. And then just like, ugh. baby's but, first trophy hunt. I, but I, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I think that there's a distinction here. Like, I, I'm not saying every game needs a trophy to beat it on the hardest difficulty, but I think the game, I think games should require you to beat it on at least normal on at least the default not like yeah but that, won't that just mode. be beating the game for the majority of games normal mode is just like normal it's how the game's supposed to be played so it's just beating the game no that yeah but but maybe it, there's one difficulty down but like what's the what's really the difference there what are, what are we getting mm, i don't know it feels different like, this me. game does have the extra accessibility so it makes it even easier for people that don't need them but right right i mean if you don't really want to sleep at night then that's fine go ahead right and if you do need them you know you'll turn them on and you can and it'll be you know the right level of challenge given given those circumstances you know but it's just from a like i think it's really a, you're right like a trophy hunter specific issue where it's like we can turn this on and just game the system even more you know and just like it, it basically turns what was a like five out of 10, like 40 to 50 hour difficulty platinum that is still only at five point something percent on PSM profiles to this platinum is going to be over 30%. Like no. Now, doubt. could you say the same about rewind mode? Yes. Yep. I think you could say the same about rewind mode. Totally. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess my argument is just that those older games are designed to just eat quarters and not be beatable. So if you want to modernize them and bring them up to like the 2022 game design sensibilities, rewind mode is a necessary feature 
because I think even with rewind modes, some of the older Contra games are very annoying, even still. But yeah, I don't know, Daryl, you've been kind of quiet. Well, what, what do you think? To death. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, it doesn't really bother me. Um, to be honest, I was actually surprised that the game had no difficulty mode, so it definitely makes my job, if I ever do want to play part one, easier. I could just cruise through the story. I definitely won't have, like, modifiers on to, like, reveal everything. I'm definitely going to still try to find everything, like, through a guide or something, but... I mean, at this point, dude, in, in playing video games, I just kind of want my my gaming experience to be pretty chill. Um, I was pretty rough on myself at the beginning, just playing every fucking game on hard for no damn reason, <laughs> even if there's no trophy. <laughs> but, you know, like... Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I've used this example multiple times before, but God of War, you know, I played that on Give Me God of War. There was no reward behind it except for the one that I conceptualized in my head, like, oh, you know, I did it. But, like, then, like, what now? But I, when I compare that with, like, the with the run where I did my cleanup and just played on easy mode, I actually enjoyed it a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, you know, these games where they don't have, like, trophy uh difficulty trophies um i you know i actually enjoy those kind of games because i feel like i can actually pay attention to the game a little bit more and the story resonates and it's more memorable for me mm-hmm. yeah, um, you're not playing the same boss mini boss over and over again getting lost true. right you don't even remember right. what was going on in the story yeah because you spent that last hour on a boss or something yeah, yeah. And that, that's what drives me crazy, because I think we've talked about it before, like God of War and um, maybe another game. And you guys say, yeah, you remember that part? And I was like, honestly, I really don't. I, don't. <laughs> I probably died so many times in the game that all I remember specifically is just dying, 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 dying. Um, but now that I can really cruise and chill with the game and take my time and really enjoy the story, that that's what I... I I prefer nowadays, but you know, throw a permadeath trophy in there, it's on. I'm I'm going for it. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Colin, go ahead. So, would you buy Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles if you had to beat every game without dying and there was no rewind? Mm. Day one, no questions. I don't, I, yeah, I don't. Bucks? I don't think I would buy it day one, but I would probably yeah. buy it still. Yeah. So I, I don't guess know, I don't like, know so if you would, dude. It's a it's a sales thing. I get what you're saying, you know. Well, yeah. like so so the, and that's why I brought up the whole Disney Afternoon collection in the Discord yesterday, where I forgot that it it does have rewind mode, but it doesn't let you use it in every single mode of the game. So you can't use it in boss rush or in time attack. And mm. every game in that collection, you have to get, there's a trophy for beating it, and then there's a trophy for time attack and for boss rush. Mm-hmm. So you get to like game the system a bit for your normal casual playthrough, right? But then it asks you to like actually be good at something to get the other trophies. That's a pretty way good way to do it. I think so. Right? I think there's a and and I and I like the uh the thing with the permadeath in in Last of Us 2. Like I like how they did that where you can do it by chapter. So like yeah, like I'll have to restart like an hour or something, but I don't have to restart the 25-hour game, you know? And you can get but, the, you can get the trophy that way. I I do like when when they throw me a bone like that. But like, don't trivialize the platinum. You can trivialize the game. Don't trivialize the platinum. How about that, how about this? 
Would you would you buy Cowabunga Collection if this was the third time they released it? No. It makes you want hard trophies now. What do you mean? That's how good it is. Oh if no! I'm saying I'm... you're always all about the like. We got to get rid of the difficulty trophies. First party games. This is great. No difficulty trophies. Everyone gets to play the game. I don't, like, I don't think nah, I said to get rid of, gonna... like, I just said I don't need a trophy for the hardest difficulty in every game. I'm not saying get rid of all difficulty-related trophies, because... Again, all right, let's find out from the listeners who actually know what we said on the last Yeah, episode. because I don't fucking remember what I said <laughs> 10 minutes ago, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, on that. But anyway, yeah, that's kind of my stance on it. I'd be curious to hear from the listeners what you guys think. I mean, maybe it's just a whole, all of a do about nothing, you know, it's a fucking... Or whatever the saying is. Maybe I'm just making something out of nothing. Um, there are some really good new trophies in the remastered list, right? Like, there's some miscellaneous trophies that are, like, level-specific. Uh, leave Ellie hanging after a job well done. Pet Buckley the dog. Win the brick-throwing contest. Pick up Frank's note after it's, disc- you know, et cetera, et cetera. So they did add some some different stuff in there, which I do think is... It's kind of cool. Um, and you don't, there's no trophies anymore for fully upgrading all of your weapons or fully upgrading Joel with supplements. And that's great because that is basically what requires you to do multiple playthroughs anyway. It's a mixed bag. I'm not saying it's a bad trophy list. It's actually a very good trophy list. There's literally one thing that I would change on it. Like I said, just put complete part one on normal or above instead of complete part one. That's all I'm proposing. So, All right. anywho, let's move on. Uh, Eli, what did you have for us this week? Let's move on to the X Bone. The X Bone. Statues, losing it, dude. <laughs> what is this? Get old X Bone, dude. Get old X Bone, brother. Okay, yeah, I also had two games to talk about because because one of them is a little suspicious here. Metal Hellsinger, bada bing, bada boom. Mm-hmm. It's it comes out. What is the fifteenth? I believe. I. Uh, I believe so. I, I lost that page. Let me let me Oops. pull this up too. I did a lot of searching today. <laughs> Metal Hellsinger release day. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, September fifteenth. Yep. So correct. you can also get it two days early if you pre-order it, which I'm I'm gonna have to do, and I'm gonna have to get Demon Souls done for it. But we won't mention that. Oh my god. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the trophy list is not out. That's the problem. But there's an achievement list. Okay. So kind of kind of confusing there. I don't yeah. know if it's coming out earlier. I don't think it is because it's not any kind of crazy exclusive thing. I think <laughs> it's a it's a it's a pretty like independent developer. I don't have that information pulled up either because I'm not. Uh, it's so. developed oh, by yeah, the outsiders. outsiders. Yep. Published by Funcom. Yes, sir. Uh Okay, but yeah, so the list looks actually not too terrible, uh, and the the achievement the achievement pictures are are pretty lackluster. But of course, they're badass because they're super demonic metal pictures, which is dope. But there's like destroy the bosses, the uh, red judge red judge aspect of Voke. Say that ten times fast, <laughs> and the red judge aspect of Archon. Uh, I don't even know how to say half these names, but there's a couple names here. And then you have to destroy the Red Judge. I don't think any of these are hidden. They're not hidden on the achievements, so... Okay. Uh, but, yeah. And then a couple more Red Judges hitting hitting streaks, which I'm a little worried about. You gotta hit a 50 streak. Ooh. Um, 
And then this other one here, complete a torment. I don't even know what that is. If that's like a side mission, uh, it's 20 gamer score. So it's, I mean, it's something, but it's not like super crazy. I don't think, uh, but you never know. You got those, uh, Wolfenstein bronzes. So, uh, and then the, the other one below that is achieve the top result in a torment. Hmm. And from what I remember playing the demo, it's like an arcadey, like a high high scoring game. You want to get the high score, and I'm pretty sure there's an online leaderboard, which is just has me completely bummed out because, like, depending on what the torment is, this could be like literally impossible. It could be like the like, um, what is that game? Elder Scrolls Online, where it's like, yeah, be the oh, king of yeah. like the entire game. Yeah, you know, oof, that is that's true. I mean, hopefully, it's only comparing you to like your friends list or something, or like that would be good. Or yeah. the other way you get around this, honestly, Eli, is you buy the game right away. That's and you yeah. and you before more people get high scores on there, you just yeah. try to get one. Yeah, yeah. So then kill, yeah, killing behemoths, complete all torments. So there's more than one. I don't know. I it's it's bugging me because I don't know what that is. But pretty pretty. Then there's some, excuse me, miscellaneous stuff here. Sword. Uh, so you dash jump hundred times, die in a chaos crystal explosion. Got six 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 kills, uh, which they specifically call out game total, which is good. Yeah. Uh, obtained all weapons, which I think you just walk over. I'm pretty sure. It's just probably different levels as you go. You get sure. better stuff. Multi-killed two enemies, never hit off beat in a hell. So that's that this is where I get confused about the torment. Ooh, I thought maybe yeah. the torments were the levels, but this one says never hit an off beat in a hell. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if a hell is each level where there's a red judge aspect at the end of each of these hells. So not sure what the tor- like the torment versus hell uh wording here is, but Dying 20 times, that should be an easy one. And then I think there's another one. Yeah, you'll probably pop here. that one first, actually. No, you might. <laughs> I'm going to save that for last. No, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> That'd be ball- that's a baller move. That's old school Eli right there. Save the, the dying trophy yeah. for last, bro. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> it's going to happen in this game. I no. died quite a bit. The demo was kind of hard. Well, you're also going to have sausage fingers because you won't have held a PS5 controller in like four, four years by the time that game comes out. I think so. I was thinking about. I was like, I might just buy it on the on the PC. No, but I really feel like this is a PlayStation game. It's a controller game. Yeah, we're not. I'm not letting that slide. If I have to buy it for you for your birthday, I'll do it. I'm not. I'm not letting you. You've been talking about this being the return to PlayStation for you for six months now. It's not. You're not playing this on PC. I mean, it's been on my Steam wish wish list for a pretty long time. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your account info, real quick? You want to give me that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Then there's some more, like uh, miscellaneous stuff here. the The one that looks the hard, the hardest out of these is cleared a hell using only paths, which is like it's actually 115 gamer score, which I don't know what that means to all you X bone nerds, but 115. Um, that's a pretty. Yeah, that's a, a really, higher. That's a pretty big trophy, then. Yeah. Or yeah it's basically. Yeah. It's basically like clear it with. I guess it's not even melee. Either, Is it like clear with sure just like get, basic auto attacks, essentially? You get a sword, so it's not just melee. It's like, yeah, you shoot this little... It looks like... 
What are those skulls? In what's the skulls in Doom? That, oh, like, the lost souls. Use. Lost souls. Yeah, it's like one of those, and you get to shoot them out of your hand. Whoa! Or, no, you have a skull, and you like use magic, and it shoots the like sub specter or whatever out of it of that image, and it's like does damage, but it's pretty weak. So you got to beat a hell using only that, which might be a tall order. Hmm. Cool artwork, by the way. Yeah, definitely cool artwork. Huh, but, September, so September 15th, that is a Thursday it comes out. Yeah, 13th okay. 13th is the pre-order? Yeah, 13th so, would be the Tuesday the pre-order. That's kind of whack, but... So, so uh, you've basically got... Now you've got your timer going. You've got a little more than two weeks. What do I got? What do I got? Demon Souls. You got oh, eight. my, dude. Get in party chat tonight. Get it done. All right? I'll be there for emotional support. And let's just move on, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Deal. Yeah deal if i'm awake if you're awake yeah i will be there if you need me all right i'll be there right, for right. your support okay yeah all right and then uh the uh the game that's actually on playstation with trophies is the thymesia yes the bloodborne yes. looking one right yes okay uh, scroll scrolls brought this up in the discord actually yeah a while back and uh it came out on the 18th of August, so this one is already out. It's already got a list, mm-hmm. and it already has 22.65 for the platinum percentage on PSN profile, 3.2 PSN native. Oh, PSN native, let's go, dude. Let's <laughs> go, dude. Like, yeah, shit, dude. I was Damn. looking for it. I was waiting for it, dude. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Yep. Yep. So, <laughs> uh, this is uh, over by Overborder Studios, published by Team 17. It's got one plat, two golds. Uh, 23 silvers and 12 bronzes. What do you think about that, Distro? It's that fucking ass distribution. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. We're going to weigh right. the middle right. the most. The middle is the heaviest. Okay. Yes, that's how it's supposed to go. It's like a bell curve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the average. Was right? this a fucking sine wave in trigonometry or is this a trophy yeah. lecture? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? Would you rather have it be uh, like 30 something bronzes mm, i'd rather have a bronze like guy four, over here four golds maybe eight silvers and 10 bronzes call it a day let's get done with it doesn't shit. even equal the same amount of no. numbers no they don't need all this shit look at this there's five oh, endings man, in this yeah. game yeah and it's at 22 percent yeah some save scum nonsense going on there there could be <laughs> i know you have to make uh you have to get collectibles to get the different endings oh okay that's kind of or like yeah, like I think like the big bad ending is like get doing everything, but it's a pretty small game. It's about like ten to fifteen hours, so it's it's basically like a simple Soulsborne. They consider it like Bloodborne and Sekiro kind of together. It's super okay. way more fast paced. Yeah, and there's like there's there's skills you upgrade. Uh, and kind of like Bloodborne, there's a there's a wound bar instead of. You know when there's that like red line and you can get your health back in Bloodborne? Oh yeah. Okay. This one they have like two health bars, a white and a green, and the white goes down is their wound bar and uh their green is their actual health. But if you don't attack them rapidly, the white bar will start going back up to cover their health. Oh so like you have to stay attacking. So it looks like it, it looks like you're taking out like the white bar down and the green's like kind of there, but that's actually their health bar. And then the white will go back up to cover it if you don't continue to attack. Okay, so it's 
Oh, I guess it's kind of like an armor system or something. Yeah, pretty right? much. Yeah, okay. Huh. Very cool. Uh, yeah, and they... It, it, again, it's the simple version. There's only three stats. You got Strength, Vitality, Plague. Uh, so, Strength to Strength, Vitality is Vitality, and Plague does, uh, like, your Plague skills. So, you get... um. You get plague weapons, and you can you can level those up through the skill tree and with your plague points, like the, how much damage those will do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no stamina, which also makes it way more fast paced. Uh, you only have like plague, which is how you use those weapons and how much damage they do. So it's kind of a simplified Souls game, which I like. Yeah, I definitely. Think, I think this might be good for after Demon Souls, honestly. Like, cause you know, you always wanting more. <laughs> You're kind of like always wanting more. It's like, yeah, I gotta play another Souls game, right? And then it's just like, yeah, that was a big mistake. I'm not ready for for this again. But this sure. would be like kind of like chill, and the story's not as like uh, convoluted and mysterious. It's it's pretty upfront about it. I think. Mm, okay. Um, so I think the game in general is uh like pretty easy. Um, but yeah, the the list. I I did more research on the game itself because it, it looked interesting. Sure. And I saw the list at twenty two percent. I'm like, this can't be, this can't be that bad, man. No. Uh, I I will say that the artwork is pretty bad. It's, it's all the same thing, different it's, colors. Yeah, it's pretty it's bad. Class, it's your classic uh, until dawn. It's your classic, like, oh shit, we forgot we need artwork for this, and we, <laughs> we need to get this out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of like um, I'm scanning over now. It's like in uh, looking like beating all the bosses. Those endings you mentioned, yep. reaching all the endings is a gold. That's at six point three native. So, um, uh, what what are we talking owners here? We got seven hundred ninety three recent players. Let's okay. go. Okay. Uh, Nine oh five game owners and two oh five plats. Nice average completion forty one percent. So yeah, not bad, not bad at uh, all. Oh, look at this big warning, warning. Yep. Uh, Newsflash. Just discovered. Finished tutorial level trophy. Be warned. There is a tutorial trophy. There's also a died for the first time trophy and a rest oh, at a beacon yeah. for the first time and start recalling for the first time. All of those seem to be very like things that would happen in the first yep. 30 minutes of the game. So Recalling is picking up your memories. Okay. Oh, so that's like when, so you, that's... Uh, when you die and pick up your souls. Yeah, so you're this, yeah, you're this, like, plague doctor who, uh, there's this, like, plague, and you don't know, I, I don't know exactly how you lose your memory, but so those, your, your souls are memories, your memory shards, mm. and then so you go mm-hmm. back and recall those memories. Gotcha. So I'm pretty sure that's picking up your souls again for the first time. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Huh, well, um, this looks cool. It's, I just looked it on, on the store, it's $30. You know, and it's like a little bit, it's probably not triple A quality, but maybe like, you know, it's not an indie game either. Somewhere kind of in the middle. Uh, Yeah, it looks interesting. looks interesting. And they they even do call out Dark Souls here. You got rolling required ahead. Break a thousand barrels. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, dude. I mean, I'm kind of down that they have a trophy for that because I'm going to do it anyway. So why not give a little reward for it? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. You don't send Souls games gosh i'm sneezing a lot today thank you bless you yeah thank you <laughs> um yeah you don't see that a lot in souls games for sure they make you get all the yeah well they do their crazy shit 
Man, and then there's also I don't know if you've seen trailers for that like Life of P game or whatever. There's a lot of these like Souls mm-hmm. clone kind of games coming out now. It's like, uh definitely an official genre at this point. A hundred percent. Yeah. I wish they would come up with a different name. I think that this one and Life of P tr- look a bit more like uh Bloodborne copies though than Dark Souls copies. Life right? of Pi? I think it's called Life of P. P? How do you spell that? <laughs> oh wait, no, no. Lies of P. Lies of P. L I E S of P. Video game. Lies of P. Lies of P is what it's called. Is about oh, yeah, Pinocchio. Just a P. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, a Pinocchio yeah. Souls game. Oh, that's what the P is, and that's what the lies are. Yeah, bro. Wow, dude. Just big brain over here, dude. Yeah. That's I mean, cool. This is kind of cool, right? I, I remember looking at it. I'm on the website, and it's looks fancy yeah it, lo- it looks pretty good honestly man video. there's uh from gamescom which is happening this week there's a couple like 10 minutes of gameplay shit if you want to check it out oh it's so. on uh yeah 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 it's on but uh okay so time that looks like a little more anime all right take a break rest at a beacon okay i'm just looking i'm checking out Ooh, piece of cake trophy looks cool break any or defeat any boss without using a potion mm. And then you've also got uh, empty the first health bar of Varg in the tutorial. So sounds like there's a tutorial boss you're not meant to beat, as is typical for Souls games. And if you can at least do pretty good, you get a trophy, which is cool. That is nice. Yeah. Because apparently don't do much you're, in the Souls either, you're gonna I... play the game five times apparently. So. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think there's a guide for this, so. I don't I didn't know see what one. exactly. Yeah. Honestly, if people have already gotten the five endings that that many people have done it, I I wonder if there's a save scum thing. Yeah. Or if it's that short, I mean. Uh, I'm I'm see. I yeah, I'm reading some of the threads right now. Yeah. The only the only thing I'm really seeing is that uh, there's some performance issues with some like frame drops and stuff like that. But but that might get patched. Oh, okay. Uh, like, and and I don't really, I don't really care about that. Um, someone always has to put that in the fucking thread. I don't know. They? Yeah. Oh, it's just shit game. Drop two frames. You don't even know that. You're on fucking PlayStation, bro. Come on. Nothing is missable. You guys don't even know what frames are. Okay. Get so, out of here. Apparently, it says nothing is missable except the tutorial boss trophy, which is really easy to do, if, even if you miss it the first time. Yep. Um, right at the beginning. Okay. Oh, okay. So it says, to my knowledge, there's no new game plus. When you beat it, the game just cycles back to the state prior to fighting the last boss. As a, last, as a result, you can beat the boss as many times as you want in a row and get every ending. That said, oh, you need to do them lame. all on the same save to unlock the gold for all of them. So, oh. Um, so, but, but basically, like, you just beat, you'll just have to beat the final boss like five times. That's kind of nice, not, actually. Not the whole game. Yeah, that is actually really nice. Damn. Huh. You don't save scum. What do we think about that, boys? No I mean, save scum, but it's like an in-game save scum? It's it's a what a, is this? It's a slight workaround, but I like it because you actually have to work a little bit for it. You still have to like beat the boss, you know? Yeah, I guess you're not safe. Well it depends like Bloodborne, you still have to beat the boss it. Like you have to save before. Right. You have to save scum before you do the final fight. Right, right. At the yeah, yeah. Huh. I don't know. I think but, it's pretty interesting, personally. Yeah. Kind of. Don't know how I feel about it. 
And I, I, yeah, you can probably only pick that one ending if you've gotten all the collectibles. Yeah, I, I don't know which one that so. is, but 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 the, uh, I think the thing is that you can because that like it goes go back to before the boss, you can probably just go back and find him. Oh yeah, they say nothing's missable, so yeah. Wow, look at Colin. Uh, He's reading. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Uh, Daryl, what do you think about this game? Any interest at all? Um, I checked out a little bit. I, I saw some gameplay footage. It looks pretty cool. I definitely like this whole concept of using like play things as weapons. So that's a pretty cool idea. But yeah, since I've kind of gotten into this whole Soulsborne thing, uh, I would like to ch- check it out at some point. Well, the question is, what's next for you in, in Soulsborne stuff? Because now, you know, it's been a little while uh, since you've done one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Mister Twenty Twenty Two. Yeah, and uh, yeah. as yeah. far as I know, the yeah. that wasn't the game that got voted on in the backlog picker. But you know, I don't, I don't know if that. Well, really, I was, I don't know if that. I was really calling back to the uh, the the year of Souls. <laughs> I know that's what I mean. That's oh, what yeah. I mean. And, and, and like it's not going to be the next one because, well, although <laughs> yeah. to, to some extent, Fallen Order, you could argue, feels a little souls like, oh, and you'll see what hey, I mean when yeah. you get into playing that, Daryl. It's or like you've started it, so you kind of know it's. It feels a little soulsy, you know. Yeah, I got to the part where you get to the um, one planet, and then I meditated, and then said all enemies have respawned. I was like, wait, what? I was like, oh, Colin did mention something about this being similar to Souls. Yes, yes, it is. That's partially why I liked it so much, is because it was like Souls Star Wars, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on it. You know, I definitely want to play Bloodborne this year. Um, that's like the next one I want to play from the Souls series. That's a good October game, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I got other ones I want to play. Yep, for sure, for sure. For that month. All right, quick call out my third runner-up. Okay. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Bada bing, bada boom. What? Yeah, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Trophy God. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a game. I thought I'd call. I almost picked it. Oh, shit. Okay. But, yeah. Nice, dude. I just wanted to, Never heard of that. It sounds I to tell you. Sounds tell fucking, everyone that it's a game. Sounds nutty, bro. Yeah. 883, <laughs> going right up your alley. Oh, let's go. That is a light, nice I'm light amount. Sh- I'm not sure this is really on your difficulty level, though. It might be above your capabilities, but... If I'm smarter than a fifth grader, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had enough oh, coffee to take dude. that kind of abuse this morning. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, man. All right. Well, I think uh, pretty interesting. I'm definitely more curious about Timesia now than I am before we talked about it here. Um, mm-hmm. I know the, like... This isn't everything, so let me just really quickly check this out because I'm curious and I'm a fucking Chad over here. I'm gonna look it up on uh I'm gonna look it up on uh, Metacritic and see what it's got. So the average is a seventy two from the reviewers and the user score is uh eighty five. Actually very good. Mm-hmm. So uh Wow. Yeah. Actually really solid. Uh IGN gave it a six and that was the very first review I saw for it. So my initial impression was like, ooh, I don't know. Um, that means it's a good game. Yeah, but it's no, no, exactly. A six is kind of like if you're if you like that type of game and you like the setting, then you'll like it. You know, it's not for everybody, but it's good. Uh, but this is eighty five from user scores, so yeah. six is six is literally good. Or wait, no, six good. is okay. Six is okay. No, six is good. 
I'm going <laughs> off of their score, like their, so, their ranking. One through ten, I guess six. Yes. Six is okay. Seven good. is good. Eight is great. Nine is amazing. Ten is masterpiece. Okay, you fucking game, whatever. Digian, dude. That's how they do it. <laughs> That's how they do it. But like average is like what four through six, right? Sure. Yeah. But totally, like gamers, I think there's this stigma. Like if it doesn't at least get a seven and a half or an eight, like most people just think it's bad. You know, right? Fucking, that's terrible. Which is not the case. So, um, terrible. terrible for games in general. People just don't make games. Then, yeah, not everything has to be like this amazing, what's, artful. What's the lowest know? rated game IGN has ever given? Like, why are we using one through ten if we only use fucking six through ten? You know what I'm saying? Yes, I feel you. Shit feel irks you. me, man. What's the what's the lowest game IGN has ever rated? I gotta find this out. They've given why? a couple twos, I think. But anyway, while you're looking that up, Daryl, why don't you take us into what you uh, what you got for us for this episode? Uh, so I got Midnight Fight Express. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, this is a game developed by one man, Jacob Zweno. Ooh. Yeah, going to have to practice on that one. Oh, okay. Uh, published by Humble Games. Is an action indie brawler, and you can pick this up as of today on the PS4, as well as Xbox One, Switch, and PC for $20. So, good price. That is a good price, yeah. Game has one platinum, four golds, four silvers, and I'm sorry, Colin, 32 bronzes. God, why are you, why? (laughs) Why? Here's a bunch of fucking popcorn for you. Just said the like, oh my god. Anyway, go ahead, go ahead, and make them happy, folks. <laughs> Thirty-two silvers, bronzes, dude. <laughs> um, uh, no Thirty-two bronzes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anyway, go ahead. You done? You done? You done? Yeah, I'm done Let for now. Out. Give me about ten All seconds. Right. I'll be back. Sure, you done? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, no platinum at the moment. Um, so I'll be taking a look at the North American version. Uh, not that much different from the Europe version. Minus like the number of players and uh, percentages of trophies obtained. Uh, but this game, if you watch the Summer Games Fest 2022, this is where you probably saw that game. That game was showcased on there. There's like a small trailer. Uh, if you've also seen the game, it definitely takes a lot of inspiration from Hotline Miami. Sifu, and definitely John Wick. Um, Developed as an isometric game. So um, when you look at the game, it's uh, it's viewed at an angular plane. So similar to probably like, I guess, Diablo, I would say. Is that right, Colin? Yeah. The isometric thing kind of? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this game definitely um, has some established players who have created this game. So people from, um, like the co-writer from Destiny 2 has worked on this project. There's a stuntman from God of War 2018 who is also on this project. And I'm not sure what type of music this is, but there's a a band called Noise Scream on it. I I feel like that's something like techno. It sounds Um, like it, yeah. uh, So... Definitely some well-known players involved in this game. Yep. Uh, the game is centered around the protagonist who wakes up with no memory in this crime-ridden city. There's a bunch of people that want to kill him. And basically, you have a companion in the form of a drone that helps you throughout the story. So combat in this game, 
combat's pretty pretty sick. Uh, the player has access to like different weapons, guns. You can even use the environment to their advantage. So, uh, like I said, it takes inspiration from Hotline Miami and Sifu. If you're f- f- familiar with those games, the combat is going to feel right at home for you. From what I saw in the game, I saw a lot of uh, like Batman Arkham in these um, in this game with the mm. combat, where it's a lot of free flow combat taking place, where you can hop from one enemy to another, even use um, like tools at your disposal while you're uh, fighting different enemies and things. So that that's what I. Re- was reminded of a lot was just the combat from batman arkham seemed a lot similar to what i saw in this game um players are um you know there's different skill trees that players can choose from so you can build your gameplay according to your liking multiple difficulties there's hard and realistic and uh there's a lot of customization options for characters so you can choose from a lot of different uh, attires, outfits, things like that to make your character specific to how you want it. Uh, so very cool game, you know. Mm. Just yeah, from it, that it, I just watched the trailer. It looks really cool. Yeah, really cool uh, game. I, I definitely um, was impressed from the trailers I saw. It, it is definitely something similar to like Gotham, where there's like all these different factions that you're fighting through. Uh, you see a lot of the gung fu, like in John Wick, where he's just like pulling off these outrageous moves with guns. Um, you know, it's pretty pretty cool stuff in the game. So definitely, you definitely tell the guy likes John Wick a lot. <laughs> yeah, you can see, you totally see that, and you're right. You do see the Sifu influence for sure. Um, so trophy artwork. Uh, tr- so at the time when I was uh, writing up my notes for this game, I, I, I pulled the, the trophy artwork from a different website, and it looked totally, I mean, it's pretty much the same as what you see on PSN profiles. But from the original site, it had that image, but also there was like some different backgrounds included, which it, it kind of concerned me at first because I was like, well, the game hasn't come out yet. So I wasn't sure if that was like the full official trophy artwork. But what you see on PSN profiles is the official trophy artwork. And it looks a lot better, you know, in my opinion. Sure, sure. Um, So... Artwork is pretty cool. I like this whole comic book sketch. There's some pretty cool shading going on to kind of like, um, you know, show like lighting, some movement going on. So it's really cool. I like it. Um, what you see in most of the pictures is the color red. And the red, in my opinion, is kind of used to highlight maybe like a particular object, like a helicopter or a motorcycle. But primarily is used to highlight like a violent act going on. So like there's a lot of blood that's highlighted or um, some explosions going on, some some pretty brutal impacts going on with, with people. So you see a lot of that um, in the trophy artworks. Um, the one that I really liked the most was the, the body count pictures. So there's three at the very top. Um, they probably deserved it where you kill 500 enemies and then the two trophies after that were you have to kill 2,000 enemies and finally 4,000 enemies. But there's kind of like this buildup, like the picture begins to pan out and you begin to see like this carnage that takes place. So it's pretty cool. Like at the very end, you just see like a, a freaking, you know, like a landfill of enemies just all over the place that you've killed over the game. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, <clears throat> um, One more thing 
for the actual trophy artwork. So as you can tell, you know, there's, there's a lot of red going on and even some um, trophies that have this um, S style ratings that you have to go for. There's some S in the trophy artwork and they're highlighted gold. The thing that I want to talk about is the platinum, which is strange because they give color, they, they give some color in the artwork in the form of red and gold. However, the platinum doesn't have anything. There's no color to distinguish it from the others, so it kind of gets lost in the mix. Right. That's what kind of surprised me. I figured they would have like given given it like the platinum color or or some some sort of color, but they 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 missed out on that part. Yeah. What the fuck? Um. So the trophy list itself. So right now, like I mentioned earlier, there's no platinum. I think the thing that's keeping most players from getting the platinum is the S ratings. Mm. So right now. Um, there's two trophies tied to S ratings where the first one is you have style, get an S rating on 20 levels. And then the second one is you won't be forgotten, my friend, and you have to get S rating, S ratings on all the levels. So I think that, that's the one holding players back right now. Yeah. Um, the game itself, I believe from looking at the trophy list, there's four missions evident with like complete the blank mission. There's four of those. So I'm assuming there's four different levels in the game um let's see the next one i was born to die that one you have to die 500 times so it gives me an impression that the game is slightly challenging if they're giving you like a oh like my a gosh. death count yeah 500 so, yeah. De- deaths it better be somewhat difficult can you imagine yeah. if it's not you beat the game and you just gotta you died like 10 times you gotta just go grind out 490 <laughs> deaths <laughs> i hope that's not the case but yeah, <laughs> it would be God. pretty painful to do something like that. I know. So trivial. I know. Um, so two trophies for getting S ratings. So basically, if you play like these kind of games where like combos are involved, you definitely want to try to go for um, a long combo with not without stopping. So you definitely want to amass a lot of points. You want to get weapons involved, perform finishers, not getting hit. For me, that's where I get the similarities with batman arkham because that's where like i was trying to build up a lot of combos um do a lot of mix-ups get like different tools involved and stuff like that definitely not getting hit is key because you you can definitely get a lot of points from achieving that so uh two trophies for getting s ratings um i have a wedding tomorrow it's pretty neat i like that one it, it reminded me of you colin just because you had one recently you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the the artwork's pretty cool you see like two guys who got headshots but the guy in the middle is just like free of damage there's no there's probably no blood on this outfit you know? like, yeah, yeah, i gotta look spiffy tomorrow for my wedding you know? yeah yeah <laughs> that's pretty cool um, and the last one with shout out is uh, Hotline Express. So there's a trophy called Hotline Express, um, but there's a pig in it with a hammer, and he's just kind of like smoking. And I was like, uh, is there some sort of like, is that shout out for something? You know, because I wasn't sure. But um, if you if you guys, um, my my guess is that it's taking it's like shouting out Hotline Miami. And yeah. The reason I why so. I say that is because. The game itself, you can wear like different masks in that game of like animals. And uh, I think the pig was a mask from that game. And this game itself takes a lot of inspiration from that one as well, from that game. Yeah, the, I think the masks 
Well, I don't know, dude. I actually haven't played too much Hotline Miami, but I think most of them are in the second game. So a listener will let us know if most of the mm-hmm. maps are in the second game or not. But I, I feel like that's where they're getting it from because it just seems so totally random for this game. But I think even in the game, there's like masses of animals too that people are wearing. So it, it could be that as well. But right, a hundred percent sure. Either way, though, pretty cool. This game looks interesting. Man, you got... I swear, the last, like, three times we've done these, you guys always introduce me to some, uh... Introduce me to some games that I, like, was not previously that, uh, curious about. So it's very cool. Yeah. Hopefully we're doing that for the listeners as well. We want to broaden everyone's horizons with these games. Yeah, exactly. That's the goal. We want to introduce you guys to some stuff that you maybe weren't, uh, weren't aware of before. Although, like I said, Skrill stole my thunder on Cowbunga Collection, you motherfucking... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, alright, well, good shit, dude. Pretty exciting. Are you going to pick up, you think, uh, any of the games we talked about? Anyone going to pick any of these up? I already said I'm going to pick up uh, Cowbunga Collection, but... I'm getting oh, no Metal Hellsinger. Metal Hellsinger, for sure. Maybe Timesia? Maybe if I beat Demon Souls. Tonight, when you beat Demon Souls? <laughs> tonight uh, i got i got kids to wreck on pokemon dude okay <laughs> why don't you stop beating up on five-year-olds for a little bit and then uh, Whoa! You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey oh my goodness i lose my son all the time i'm taking it back out you know there you go all right well <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good stuff, boys. Good stuff. Well, remember last episode when I was like, oh, we're doing good. We're keeping our episode short. And you're like, yeah, but that's because people aren't doing questions. Like, once we get questions, it's going to be long again. <laughs> you guys were totally right. Here we are at two hours and 40 minutes into this episode. God damn. I know. Well, with, some they power, listened. with the power of editing, I might be able to get us down to like two and a half. So that's, you know, that's the goal. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But uh, anything else you guys want to say before we uh, wrap up shop here on episode 66? I'm tapped, man. I got nothing else. I'm tapped out, too. I'm tapped out. I need to go get another coffee. All right. Well, well, let's see. Eli, where can people find you? Give them your Pokemon info and and all that that good stuff. Nitro 13 spell with 1D. Anywhere and everywhere. Usually on the uh, PTCGO. All right, brother. Good stuff. Daryl, where can people find you at? At Discord and on PlayStation at the Tall Simone Guy. Woo! All right, very good. You can find me in those same places as well. Discord, PlayStation, at CK Present. Uh, <laughs> you can also, uh, starting next week, I'm going to be beginning my streaming of Resident Evil 4. Next weekend is when I aim to do my first stream for that, so look forward to that. And uh, I also recently created a Substack account uh, where I'm going to be putting up some just like more freeform writing articles just like random thoughts on video games not not trophy centric more just like on the story and stuff like that of stuff that i'm playing um don't have a cadence for that quite figured out yet but you can find me over there it's the publication is called the wrap up that's the w-r-a-p it stands for watching reading and playing and uh, you can find that over at substack.com and subscribe over there it's free no reason to not so uh yeah until next time though We hope you guys have a wonderful day, evening, good morning, good night, whenever you're listening to this, and happy gaming. Goodbye.